0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is the live Saturday edition. And don't be fooled into thinking that it's a repeat because it's Thanksgiving Day weekend and all you've ever heard while you've been listening to the radio over the past few days is a bunch of repeats from like two weeks ago or last week or several months ago. We're here and in the studio for three hours, taking your phone calls about whatever you want to discuss. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Of course, the show is about your calls, uh, so we're going to get right to them. But coming up, if we get a chance, we'll get to a taxi driver story. A a taxi driver involving an elderly gentleman and not charging money for the cab. What do you think the government did? to this guy we'll get to you or we'll get to that here in moments but we go to brian calling from new hampshire on the amp line hello brian
1: hey guys hey there. Uh, we are here we are here today at the first uh porcupine owned and started uh, brewery in new hampshire
0: really a porcupine started brewery now for our for our brand new listeners in radio land what's a porcupine and then go from there and fill people in on what exactly you're talking about
1: no, the porcupine is uh, sort of the uh, mascot of the Free State Project, people who are coming from all over the country, all over the world to New Hampshire in order to um, uh, be a little more free in our, in our personal lives.
0: Yes, there are people coming here, and uh, there have been hundreds of them that have arrived so far. Many of them are doing uh, different types of activism, like uh, political activism or outside the system, sort of civil disobedience. But some of them are starting their own businesses, and that's a, I think that's you know in a way a form of activism as well. And so they've they've started a brewery. Now we already knew that there was a Free Stater pub out there in Manchester. What's the difference? These guys are actually making and selling their own beer. Is it also a pub at the same time or? Or is it strictly a beer-making place? There's nowhere to actually drink the beer? Uh,
1: well, there's plenty of places to drink the beer, but you have to kind of stand up. It, it, it's a brewery, not a brew pub. Gotcha. Uh, it's a brewery like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Pabst Blue Ribbon or you know a Budweiser. We, we just make beer here. Uh, but we can serve, and today we're having our open house, and there's a whole bunch of people here. I'm standing outside because it's way too loud in there. It's a very small place. But uh, we've, we've got uh, already a couple of batches made, and uh, I must say it's very, very good.
0: Neat. I notice you said we. Are you an investor?
1: Yes, I'm an investor, and uh, uh, Jason Osborne, uh, one of your uh, uh, advertisers and a good friend of the, of the Liberty Movement, is another investor, and uh, Kevin Bloom, who is the brewmeister, he's uh, the third investor. So wow. the three of us uh, got together, and Kevin's pretty much been making it all happen you know That's getting fantastic. all the equipment and you know finding the uh finding the place and uh making it all happen so we're kind of more silent we're we're silent drinking investors
0: great so uh so is the plan to market this beer to various different pubs and things like that in the New Hampshire area and at the same yeah, time absolutely
1: we, go ahead yeah we we we've gotten we've gotten uh, commitments from a couple of pubs one of them the the one you mentioned the uh, uh, free stater own pub in Manchester, uh, Murphy's, and uh, a couple more that uh, we're working on kegs, and we're also uh, making bottles. Uh, we're going to be uh, selling as many bottles mm. as we can to grocery stores and other Free Staters. Uh, we can't really ship it. It's kind of uh, cost-ineffective to ship it, but uh, I see. Uh, we've got it here. If, if you want
0: some, you've got wow. you to come to New Hampshire. So, so it, will it be available in bottle form and uh, on no. tap? Yes. Okay, got it. Well, that is very cool, and I have to point out, you know, we, we talk a lot about activism on this show because, well, I'm, I'm an activist, and, and I moved here to New Hampshire, and Mark, you did too, uh, in order to be active for Liberty. So is there an activist component to this, or is this just strictly we're having fun, we're making beer? Is there some sort of activism component here?
1: You know, we talked about that way in the beginning of, you know, maybe doing some civil disobedience. There are a million different regulatory agencies and uh, all the way up to the uh, the uh, organization formerly known as the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, a federal thing. It's now called TTB or something like that. Hmm. Uh, you need, all, like, for instance, the beer labels have to be you have to be uh, approved by the fed and our beer labels for the 22 ounce bottles. It said 22 fluid ounces on them. They said, no, it has to say one pint, six ounces, you know? So it's this kind of uh, micromanagement that apparently keeps people safer. So, so we had thought about, you know, just doing it, but uh, let me tell you, there's one thing, you know, adding a, adding a room to your house, you can kind of fly under the radar, but the government loves their liquor taxes and there's no way they know where we live. You know, uh, we had to go through a background check, fingerprinting, all this other stuff.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, To
1: sell beer. Uh, to, to make beer.
2: Well, to make beer, right? Uh, like you can stand behind a bar and ten bar and not have to go through a background check. Why is it that you have to go through a background check to make
3: beer? Wait, well, hold
0: on, I'm confused here uh, because there were some uh, there were some free staters, some liberty activists out this way who made their own beer and they just gave it to people. If you're just going to give it away, you still have to uh, go through this process to be all legal.
1: I don't know. I'm not in business to give away beer. <laughs> I see. I see. We're, we're, we're selling. I mean, you know, don't get a liquor license to sell, a commercial license. Got you, it. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll they always shut you down in a second because, you know, this is one place where there is no way to be under the radar if you want to be in the business of, you know, making liquor and selling it.
0: Can I ask you what it costs uh, for this federal yes. license? Yes.
1: Well, uh, you can, but I don't know. Uh, Kevin takes care of all that stuff. I, I think it's uh, a couple thousand bucks a year.
3: What? Wow! But, but, but
1: the but but the bigger cost, the bigger cost is uh, is stopping. Like you know, we were supposed to get started. We were we were ready to be started back in May. We had all the equipment. We were ready to go. Hmm. But then it's been from there until well today. Uh, getting all the licenses, sitting around, Jeez. you know, on our thumbs, Six waiting months. until this this guy responds or that guy responds or this inspector comes or you know wow. that piece of paperwork comes, paying rent the whole time. So that that's been the the biggest startup cost. You know, forget about the cost of these beautiful stainless steel vats and all the. You know the cooling equipment. Right. Uh, the biggest cost is just you know sitting around paying the rent while the bureaucrats try to figure out you know when to process our paperwork. Well, yeah,
0: and a couple thousand right. bucks a year that's for a favorite. startup company. I mean that's you know that's still pretty significant. Uh, you've got to sell a lot of bottles of beer in order to just call in order to just cover the regulatory costs. Well, it's important to have these regulations to keep people safe. You know. Yeah, to keep people safe from people actually competing in the marketplace and selling their own beer, keep the the uh, level of competition down to next to nil. Any other thoughts for us tonight, Brian?
1: well we, we we did it we're here, and uh we're really looking forward to uh, getting this stuff out in the restaurants and um and uh, uh you know grocery stores and uh, if anybody uh wants to appreciate some great beer, then uh, look it up it's manchesterbrewing.com, i believe oh on the site at some point so how about here's a suggestion
0: as far as uh incorporating some level of activism into the beer maybe on your next label redesign if you haven't already done this, you could somehow uh subtly introduce people to the ideas of of freedom or give them a website to go to or or something like that i mean people are going to read the label while they're drinking seems like an opportunity to uh, to reach out to to folks
1: that's a great idea we'll put that in there
0: all right there you go have fun it sounds like you guys are having a blast and i'll let you get back to it and i thank you brian you know this great example mark of some of the activism that's going on here that no one would ever really sort of qualify as activism but I think you can still qualify that as activists. I mean, if activists are getting together and they 're doing things that uh, and they 're doing things together that in some way could further the message of of freedom, then I think that qualifies and I think this could further the message of freedom and at the same time gives people something tasty to drink. Uh, so I think that is great news I think uh, anything that introduces
2: people to the ideas of liberty, you know you, um, Brian mentioned that the porcupine is uh, sort of the the mascot of the free State project and i I love the porcupine as sort of the, uh, the, the, the mascot of the, the liberty movement in general. Because, mm-hmm. you know, porcupines are peaceful little critters until you mess with them, in which case you get a face full of quills. Oh, yeah. Whereas instead of, you know, you look at the Democrats, and the Republicans, you've got the uh, the, the Democrats. Elephants. Yeah, the, elef- the, the elephant uh, putting, the, uh, putting the old pachyderm on human rights there. Or the, the, uh, the donkey giving the horse kick to your wallet in the form of uh, <laughs> increased taxes. I, I, I love the porcupine.
0: Who doesn't like porcupines? That's a good question. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one 259 9231 is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You, as always, can bring up anything. And, you know, we talk about the Free State Project and moving as many activists to New Hampshire as possible. And we, I like to point out how, wherever it is you are, if you're interested in liberty, you, you probably have a real tough time finding other people that agree with you, let alone activism or things to go and do that uh, have to do with liberty. How many times have you been able to, where you are, go to, uh, go to a grand opening of a brewery owned by all your activist buddies? I mean, how many times has that happened in the history of, of uh, liberty activism? Maybe back in, the, you know, back in the old days, the revolutionary days, Sam Adams threw his own beer. There you go.
2: Yeah, but since then, when was the last time? Samuel Adams turned out to be a uh, not-so-great revolutionary. More on the way. This is
0: Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You like this show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do so uh, by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. It's that simple. You've got holiday shopping to do. It's that time of year. Some of you probably already been hitting the stores and driving around town like a madman trying to find what it is that you're looking for, hoping it's in stock, hoping to get a decent deal. Why bother with all that? You can get virtually everything you need all at amazon.freetalklive.com and have it delivered directly to your door, uh, and you're going to get great prices, the brands you trust, and you'll feel good because a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live if you enter through amazon.freetalklive.com. In a four-week
2: clinical trial, participants were advised to maintain their normal eating habits and exercise habits, and without changing their daily routine, 83% of the participants lost weight using the key component in dexy 20 I've been using C 20 for three or four or five months now, and I've lost weight on it. I think it'll, it's working for me. I think it'll work for you. C 20 it's in the gold box at uh, Walgreens, CVS, GNC, and it doesn't give you that weird jittery feeling that you get from most diet pills. C 20
0: We continue with your phone calls about whatever you want, the live Saturday edition. Uh, we go to Jeremy listening to KGEZ in Montana. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Got to turn down your radio. Oh, You're going to get infinite loop. Hello. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind, dude?
4: Hey, Ian, how'd you get out of jail so early? What are you, a cheese-eating rat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> One thing I am is uh, is definitely not a rat. Uh, and for those that don't know, if you're just tuning in for the first time, I spent the was two weekends ago, I spent that weekend in jail— and it was originally a ninety-three day sentence, uh, three, uh, th- ninety days for contempt of court, three contempt of well, hold court. Hold on sentences. here a minute. I huh? thought you were sentenced to ninety days. Right? Ninety-three, ninety-three days. So ninety well, days. How in the hell did you get out of I'm everything. getting to it. You gotta, you gotta understand. I gotta recap for people that are new listeners. So hang on, I'm getting to that.
3: Well, I think uh, she's eating rats. I <laughs> I mean.
0: You know, Jeremy. You know he's part of the Bilderberg Group. <laughs> All right, so uh, he, so here's what happened. Do you want to know what happened or what? Mind. Are you just kind to...
3: Of... Who, who did you snitch on? That's <laughs> what I want to know.
0: I don't know. Who could I snitch on, Mark? My, my girlfriend?
4: All that for a freaking couch? What are you, crazy?
0: It's, what do you think? <laughs> th- wait, wait, what, what do you think is crazy? I'm confused.
4: All that, uh, I mean, go through jail and go through all that stuff. Just over a stupid
0: couch? Well, you know, that's that's the interesting point is I've gotten critique. There's always going to be people that are critical of what you choose to do, especially if you're uh, visible or audible in my case. And the critique has ranged uh, from... No, 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 no. no, no. You're
4: not more honorable than... uh, What in the hell makes you more Honorable.
0: Um, he said audible. Audible. That means you As can in, hear him. You can hear okay, what I'm saying audible. if okay, you haven't I'm had sorry. 20 beers. Uh, so <laughs> I
4: haven't had 20 beers either.
0: Really? What Did are you, you up to? I know
4: I had 20 beers.
0: What are you up to? What
4: are you watching me from satellite? Maybe.
0: I've got my connections, buddy. What uh, What are you up to tonight?
4: Oh, not much. Just thought I'd come bust your ball.
0: How many beers is what I meant by that? How many beers have you... Oh,
4: probably two.
0: Just two? Two 40-ounce yeah. beers? Yeah, when you live in high altitude, it only takes you a couple. Hey, well, that's anyway, good, to, I'm glad good to know. You're out of jail, well, thanks, Jeremy. It's always nice hearing there, from you. Dude. No one, well, no one except people have actually harmed others, and I didn't meet any of those guys uh, when I was in jail. I did meet one who's in for burglary, so yeah, I guess he did harm somebody. But if he didn't have a heroin addiction, he probably never would have been burgling houses <laughs> in the first place. And you- that's a good thing, too. I thank you for the call tonight, sir. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Anyway, it's a pretty good call. I was trying to answer his question there. They uh, <laughs> didn't want an answer to his for question. For those that would like to know... Uh, the ninety it was ninety day, uh, days for contempt of court, which was total garbage and was something that could have been challenged. Which is probably one of the reasons why they let me out. But one of the main reasons was because I did go uh, in front of the uh, judge via video conference on that Monday morning and essentially begged for mercy. So did the old smoochy So on on Friday I went all the way to the wall. Essentially, on Friday I uh you know dis I disobeyed to the point where he was so pissed off he slapped me with three contempt of court charges. If you want to see the
2: video. This is crazy. The judge goes completely insane on this one.
0: Uh, All you have to do is go to freekeen.com. The video's right there. It's not right there because it's been a few weeks. You'd have to type in couch into the search or something like that. But uh, but all that aside, you know, what's interesting is the critique has come from two directions here. The critique has come from the one direction of, you didn't go far enough, man. You should have gone all the way, and you should have not cooperated when you got into the jail. You should have kept your mouth shut, not given them any information, made them throw you into solitary, slam your head against a wall. You should have gone all the way. And it seems like the people that are suggesting that are kind of – a lot of them, I believe, are people that want to see me get hurt. Like the the statists or the authoritarians out there, the supporters of the state, and the people that are just against – Sort of the the activism that we're doing here. I think a lot of the people that were critiquing it from that perspective wanted to, you know, to taste some blood on this issue and were disappointed that I was getting along with the CEOs, that I was uh, I had good rapport with the corrections officers and that sort of thing. But then the other critique comes from the other direction, saying you shouldn't have picked that issue. You need to pick your issues better. What's is this, a couch in the yard? Like Jeremy was kind of uh, alluding to it there a moment ago. Like this, all this over a couch, what are you thinking? Uh, so some people say I went too far by picking this issue, and then some people say I didn't go far enough. Well, to them I say you come here to New Hampshire, and you show us how it's all done. Whatever f- but, whatever side you want to I pick. I think I'd fall in uh, the, the category of people that critique you on the issue. And,
2: by the way, I have come to New Hampshire. I sure, and I am showing you how it's done.
0: I meant most people. Yeah, there you go.
2: Uh, yeah, the the people that are giving critiques that uh spent uh, two weekends ago out of jail.
0: Eh, who cares? Mm, yeah. All right. So, here's a man that might end up in jail, uh in jail. 72-year-old man, Phil Sullivan, in Aspen. Aspendailynews.com reporting that whether a local retiree who operates what's been called a free taxi service is a criminal will be decided by a six-person jury of his peers. The 72-year-old road maverick Phil Sullivan appeared in Aspen's Municipal Court Wednesday morning, answering charges that he's violating five of Aspen ordinances by running his free van around the Aspen area. He's due back in court uh, this month when dates for his trial will be selected. He's pleaded not guilty on all five complaints, but he has not yet hired an attorney. Good for him. The free taxi driver is apparently also looking for a free lawyer. He can't really afford it. Uh, I have the option of representing myself, said Sullivan, but uh, I think the case is getting interesting and meaningful. I'm looking for a pro bono attorney. Sullivan, one-time co-owner of the now-defunct Mellow Yellow local taxi service, can be seen driving around town nightly in the 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. range in a van with an illuminated green sign on its roof. The sign once read, free taxi, but now rotates various messages. The current sign says, vote. The driver maintains he never asks for money and that he claims he runs the service for fun. as a community service, but the city claims he does accept tips. I take home the waiters and waitresses and bartenders and cooks, said Sullivan. This town needs more transportation services and more taxi-type services. I think the town is hurting. We'll get to uh, some more details on this story, but in essence, the city is uh, going after a nice old man for offering his... Um, ferrying services to and fro at night time for free to people who happens to accept tips. Somebody out there has to be in favor of what the city is doing. Somebody has to stop this man. I want to find out if you think that it's a good idea that the city is going after this guy. If you think this is good, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. This is the live Saturday edition of the program. Toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. Brought to you by Cycle CAI. That's 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free. Live streams are included. Broadband version of the show, dial-up version, webcam. We give it all away to you at freetalklive.com. So enjoy them all on us. You can go straight to the streams by heading over to listen.freetalklive.com. Again, that's listen.freetalklive.com and Funnobs.com is an online store featuring whimsical decorative knob and poles. Knobs and poles catered toward consumers looking to give the playroom, kids room, bathroom, or even the kitchen a unique and fun flair. Funnobs.com is the creation of parent company Internobs.com, online since 2004. Use the code FTL to save 10% at Funnobs.com. That's Funnobs.com. So if you thought you lived in a free country, think again. And if you weren't sure. Just listen to this man's story, the story of uh, Phil Sullivan. He's a 72-year-old man. He lives in Aspen, Colorado. And the Aspen Daily News is reporting on his tragic Situation And a situation that would not exist if we actually did live in a free country where people were free to start their own businesses without begging for permission from some unaccountable government bureaucracy that sits around making up arbitrary rules uh, every time they get together. If you could actually start your own business without that sort of trouble, then we wouldn't be talking about Phil. But he went out and he didn't even really try to start his own business. He's giving people free cab rides. He's driving around. It. At nighttime, from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., and picking up and dropping people off and charging them zero. Now, they do give him tips. because they they wish. Right, if they want, because they appreciate his services. And apparently that's one of the things that's upsetting the government people, beyond the fact that uh, apparently he also hasn't begged them for permission to go around and give people rides for free. In fact, the city... Yeah, to get
2: one of those expensive medallions to, yes. give, to give rides that uh, have no, uh, you know, no set price. Also, you have to follow the uh, rules, because the towns set the prices. That's um, correct. The, the city set the prices, because
0: you don't want cabbies ripping people off and giving free rides. I mean, uh, rides for too much. And th- this is all about protectionism. We'll get into that, but let's talk about what the city claims because the story is going to go into that. What is the city claiming against this nice old man who's driving around giving people free cab rides at nighttime? They allege that Sullivan, since 2006, has run a business without a license. He has not filed city business and occupation taxes. He has not displayed a rate for a ride. And he's operated a taxi without a meter. Now, I'm looking at the picture in the article here, and it's taken from the back seat Taken toward the front of the car, Mr. Sullivan is sitting in the front seat looking back at you as though you were sitting in the back seat, the, the photographer. And right on the back side of the uh, the seat, right on the, the headrest, on the back side of the headrest, is a large piece of paper taped up there. And it says, this taxi ride is free. So how, wh- what's the problem here? He hasn't posted his price. His price is free. He has posted his price. And in addition, uh, why does he need a meter? He's running a free cab. (laughs) What's the point in having a meter? You just set it for zero. The city also claims that running his free service, uh, by running his free service, Mr. Sullivan violated its general requirements for businesses, which mandates that they abide by all laws and forbids that they do anything that could affect the public health, safety, morals, or welfare.
2: I'm kind of interested in what he's doing to affect the public health, safety, or morals, or welfare.
0: Sullivan contends he's not charging for any services, doesn't operate a business, therefore doesn't need to acquire a license I'm or pay taxes. Uh, he says to me, "It's just silly." The final three charges were filed in October. By the way, his trial has been scheduled. I, I did a Google on uh, on his name, and it looks like he's scheduled for uh, mid-January. So it's going to be a little while before this all shakes out. Swift justice here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, so the th- final charges were presented. Uh, Jim True, special counsel to the city, said the charges rose out of complaints within Aspen. Sullivan from, uh, from, charging, from bureaucrats, yeah, from, right? Well,
2: from uh, taxi cab services that are charging or uh, people that work for the city government. I'm That's sure.
0: always how it plays out. It's always the competitor in the marketplace that is upset at some upstart coming in and not jumping through all the hoops he jumped through. That's usually what it is. They, they're very well, upset that or the, and indignant.
2: Uh, he, it, it could be that uh, the, the Aspen Daily News did a story on him on what a nice guy this is and what a great thing that he is that he's doing. And then the bureaucrats saw it and said, Possible. oh, my God, a free service we must do something about this
0: well here's the details on the snitch uh, sullivan counters the only people testifying against him will be state employees who are paid to carry out a sting operation on him wherein he accepted a tip not his local ridership investigators from the state public utilities commission the puc are expected to take a stand against the stand against him in 2006 todd gardner owner of aspen's only taxi service. Yep, because the town hands out
2: uh, medallions and apparently of only they, one they give out. Well, uh, they have plenty of medallions. It's just
0: only given to one company. Sweet, sweet deal. High Mountain Taxi filed a complaint with the PUC that Sullivan didn't have proper taxi insurance. Gardner, a vocal detractor of Sullivan in the past, was out of town, couldn't be reached for comment. The PUC levied a twelve thousand dollar fine. Twelve thousand one hundred dollars. Against this 72-year-old man mm. who drives people around out of the kindness of his own heart because he believes that Aspen, Colorado deserves to have another taxi, but he doesn't feel like charging for his services. $12,000. Nobody listening to this show could possibly believe that anything the city government is doing in that in this particular case is appropriate. If you... Are one of those people who believes that the city government's doing the right thing, keeping people safe from this madman driving his cab around town without charging? 1 800. Two five nine ninety two thirty one. By the way, Mr. Sullivan has refused to pay the twelve thousand dollar fine. He has also refused to attend the PUC hearings that they are holding Uh-oh. for him in Denver. The fine was sent to the Colorado Office of Collections in January. The municipal code ruling Sullivan's current case gives city judges discretion to fine convicted lawbreakers up to one thousand dollars and sentence them up to one year in jail per violation. So the stakes for the rogue cabby are quite potentially high at five years and five. Five thousand dollars, Sullivan said. I think I'm innocent, and I don't think a jury of six people will take these charges seriously. I'm just a guy who takes people home, and I hope he's right. I hope that the
2: jury in his case—this is how it goes every time. Somebody comes up with a good idea. You know, some, some. It, 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 you know, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. You know, it's, it's it's probably some kind of good idea to set up some commission to make sure the cab drivers don't. Uh, t- t- you know don't rip people off or something but then you see this medallion situation turns into something more it's turned into a situation where the government is now only giving out medallions to one company and they're going after a guy who's giving out free cab rides because it's so insane. this is what happens every single time you think it's a good idea to pass some kind of zoning ordinance that people keep their grass you know cut to a certain height and they don't let their bushes get out and they don't let and they don't have boats in their front yard or whatever and And sure enough, some little old lady goes to jail for having her grass too high.
0: Yeah, and this guy uh, should be congratulated for having the, uh, the will to see this through all the way. He's pleaded not guilty on all five of these charges and is going to take this to trial. The reason why you don't usually hear stories like this is because if somebody starts up a business and then the city comes after them, they usually just bow down and they do whatever it is that's being demanded of them. So this is particularly newsworthy for the fact that this guy didn't just bend over and pay the $12,000 and uh, ask the city, okay, what paperwork do I need to fill out? Okay, what forms do I need? what fees do I have to pay? You know, and then just start jumping through all their ludicrous hoops. And it's another example of how the government always continues to regulate. There's no area that the government will ever be satisfied and say to themselves, yep, yep, that's it. We're done here. No more regulations. Yep. Close the books, no more laws, not writing any more laws down about these here taxi cabs. You'd
2: think with, you know, almost, uh, more than uh, 200 years in this republic that we would have come up with a situation where, well, they've just written enough laws. No. Nope. But no, they've written, they keep writing them every single year There's more and always more. Always
0: somebody else to extract money and obedience from, and that's what it's all about. 1 eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231. Of course, the question is. Will Mr. Sullivan be able to address the jury and and encourage them to throw the charges out, or will the jury fall under the spell of a lying judge and uh, not learn about what jury nullification is and convict him on the law? We'll explain that here in a moment. Take your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And, Mark, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy them on us. And those features include updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just head over to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list for free. That is updates.freetalklive.com.
2: SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACLCAI. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so I want to hear from somebody that thinks that uh, what is being done to this 72-year-old man in Aspen, Colorado, who's driving people around at nighttime in a free taxi, he is accepting tips uh, that what's being done to him by the city, and that is a $12,000 fine uh, facing up to $5,000 more in fines plus five years in prison, Uh, over operating a cab without a license, running a business without begging for permission, etc. If you think that the city's doing the right thing, I want to hear from you. I don't think anybody's on the line taking that position. So let's go to your phone calls here, and let's talk to Big John listening to WCHV in Virginia. Hello, Big John. You're on the air.
4: Hello. You know, it doesn't surprise me, you know, government intrusion into our lives. I'm a disabled vet. And uh, one of the things we do periodically is, you know, patriotic holidays, is we get out with our VFW buddy poppies.
0: A, a buddy and, what? You know, I'm sorry, VFW what?
4: Buddy poppies. You've seen the vets, you know, in front of the 7-Eleven out the little red flowers.
0: Poppies, poppies. The gotcha. red, Yeah, the little red um, flowers on yeah. the
4: okay. Yeah, you know, the flowers are given away for free. Yeah. And, hey, if somebody's moved to throw their spare change into the buckets, or the can, hey, that's fine and good. Sure. But the whole idea is to raise awareness about veterans, veterans' issues, et cetera. Makes sense. Well, well, if I do that anywhere near federal property, you know, on on a sidewalk, in a park, in a national park, you know, they'll have me arrested for panhandling.
0: <laughs> the feds? The people you worked I've, for? I've already,
4: I've, I've already been ticketed. Uh, you know, I was the 21st in Constitution in Washington, D.C., and was ticketed for doing it.
0: Wow, and so the federal government is going after you. It was not uh, any. I guess if it's D.C., it's it is the federal government. It, it,
4: it was the National Park Service. Wow, the National Park Service wants to regulate speech in the parks.
0: What uh, what was the ticket for? I mean, uh,
4: they gave me a ticket for panhandling.
0: And what was the amount?
4: Uh, it was a fifty dollar fine. But then when I went to court, it was dismissed.
0: Oh, interesting. What um, d- did the judge feel sorry for you or something? Or um,
4: it, well, it was it was in federal court. It's called no papering. That's where the prosecutor declines to prosecute it.
0: I see. Well, well it, it would have been, been bad, bad PR for them. Yeah, it would have been bad PR. Very interesting.
4: Well, it, it's it's bad PR now because I, I have some friends that are with the Rutherford Institute. And they've just filed suit in my behalf in federal court in Washington. Oh, fantastic. To enjoin them from doing this to me again.
0: Good. I hope that works out for you. I am, I'm sorry to hear about it. Did they threat, come up and threaten you, and then you didn't leave, and then they ticketed you, well, or did they just come right well, up and ticket you?
4: Well, that on that occasion, they uh, someone came up and offered me money. And mm. then one of the park people took umbrage with the fact that someone had offered me money, uh, a veteran near a war memorial accepting a donation. Yeah you know hey you know you can't be having that right. it's America, not like you were right? standing
0: there with a will work for food sign or uh, harassing people or anything you were just giving out well, flowers
4: well well here's the thing when when i do the flowers I, I i for example i was sitting on the park bench wearing my hat wearing my veterans hat uh holding holding the poppies in my hand and people walked up and said oh my grandfather my uncle my cousin my father used to do this may i have a poppy sure here well how much are the poppies they're free
3: Mm.
5: Oh,
4: thank you. Are you accepting donations? Oh, sure, I'll take a donation. If somebody wants to give me money, I won't turn it down. But, you know, the donations are used for our veterans' relief programs. And, you know, the whole idea with the flower, though, is showing, uh, you know, a raising of consciousness about veterans and veterans' issues.
0: Yeah, when uh, when you signed up for the military and you went off and they told you probably that you were fighting for freedom, I bet this wasn't what you envisioned.
4: Oh, no, it's a constant battle with the VA, let me tell you.
0: So awful. I'm sorry to hear your story, and I hope it works out for you. Will you call us back and let us know how that lawsuit turns out?
4: Well, it, 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 if, if you take me off air, I'll tell you a little bit more off air.
0: I can, I can put you on hold, and our board operator certainly can give you an email address or, or something like that. Okay. You're, you're welcome to. Uh, That'll sh- work best. We can do that off the air. So hang on, dude. I appreciate your call tonight, Big John. 800-259-9231. That's the Sacle CAI toll-free line. You can't be out there giving out flowers to folks and taking donations. This is a public park. Oh, if it's a public park, then shouldn't I be able to stand here and talk to the public and give them flowers? Well, no, because we said so. One eight, I mean, what else do they have? Do they actually have any reason for what it is they've done? Is, it, is there anything? I, I don't know. Just I, can beyond hardly imagine,
2: I can hardly imagine uh, who thought it was a good idea to uh, ticket the veteran for handing out his poppies on uh, Veterans Day. I it, it just seems nuts to me.
0: We continue with your phone calls and talk to Dave, listening in Montana, to KGEZ. Hello, Dave. Hey, yo. Dave, what's on your mind?
6: Hey, Mr. Sullivan is guilty of committing the sin of not paying his monthly tribute to the Church of Insurance.
3: Yeah, and well... The
6: almighty Church of Insurance, with its, with its united power with the government, will financially...
0: Well, now, wait a minute. He probably is insured. Uh, his His taxi is likely insured.
6: Well, he he's not letting them practice their greed against him because he's charging no money. See. Well, I don't think the insurance –
0: does insurance company to be
6: go – He has to be able to be accessible to the greed factor.
0: It's probably true that the insurance company will charge more if you're a commercial operation, uh, but on the other well, hand – they have to
6: give you permission. They have to give you permission. You no, must pay your tribute every month and no, 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 give no. you permission to operate your little – Right. That's, well, the, that's the state.
0: That. I think you're, confused, uh, you're confusing the city with, uh, with well, the insurance company. Well, the
6: city going to make him go get the insurance. See, they're, they're in the United Powers. This
0: is true. If you're so, operating a taxi cab yes, business, you have they to have insurance. Don't
6: convent your civil liberties by saying that you must be a member of this uh, church of insurance. But he could get around that. How? Just like call girls. He could get, call Phil. And call ride. You know,
3: he, you know get, he get can't a get cell
6: phone. It. Give out his cell phone number, and the people call him up, and he comes and picks them up. But his competitor got wind, dude.
0: He's already already taking calls from people and picking picking them up. His competitor got wind of it. The guy that's operating well, we have the one. To get t- a new car. Go really underground as much as yeah. possible. I see where you're where you're you coming from. To, you
6: had see they make us do this, the government. So now they, they so you, they play the cat and mouse, you know, because you're not you're not playing their little. Green so you're track. suggesting
0: he should go, uh, you know, like be essentially a completely black market cab and and be yeah, much more yeah, like call obscure.
6: He's, call Phil, man. Call Phil for the. Well, ride, it's man. not a
0: bad idea, but unfortunately, he's already looking at five years in prison and five. Yeah. And, in fines. and that
6: brings me around to he's doing the same thing you did. He's doing it for the taxi. You did it for the couch. And, they, you know, you got to bang your head on the wall sometimes. And you learn, you know. You learned. You learned the, another way around. And you know, you, the, you know, you, you learned from that experience. I
0: learned that the government is in no way a consent-based organization as they claim that it is. They have no and interest like in hearing clarify. questions.
6: Hmm? I'd like to clarify yes. something. Yes.
0: Dave, I don't know what happened there. I wanted to hear his clarification. That's what we about thinking about. I was talking about the – hello? You cut out for like five uh, five seconds. Go ahead. Clarify. I
6: wasn't talking about the evil ones, meaning the other inmates. The evil ones I was talking about that when you were amongst them was the ones that had you uh, incarcerated, you know. Those were the evil ones that could practice their evil against you.
0: Some of them might what, be. By, I...
6: by you crossing your foot over the wrong line, you could have gotten in a real lot of trouble if they wanted to. Oh, once yeah, you, you know, if I hadn't once been. Once you are in their grasp.
0: Absolutely, you're right about and that. And that's the,
6: the bad thing. You got Right now, you've got to stay out of their grasp right now because they could. Say because your toe crossed the line. Oh,
0: they could. Yeah, they could absolutely come back and uh, throw me in in, in jail and cell for another ninety days. The
6: ones that was incarcerating you, not the other inmates.
0: I thank you for that call, Dave, and I appreciate the the clarification. Toll free number is one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I I don't know if I'm going to say that uh, everybody that was involved in my incarceration is is evil. I I I did not feel that way. I felt as though the vast majority of them were were good people who are doing a very bad job. They were doing a job, and not that they were doing a poor job at what they were doing, they, they were doing a very professional job at what they were doing from what I saw. But the job itself is bad in that it's, it's immoral, it's wrong of them to be involved in putting uh, non-violent, peaceful people who have not harmed another person behind bars and in jail cells. And that's, that's the evil aspect of it, but I don't know if that makes them evil people. I don't think it does.
2: I don't know. Was the guy who loaded the, uh, the carts for the Jews on the way to the gas chambers evil? I mean, he was just doing his job, just oh, putting people in uh, train cars. It's not like he turned on the gas, man.
0: It's tough. It's a tough one, Mark. I mean, did he know where they were going? I don't know. More on the way. Hour 2 is coming up. I just want to believe in the best in people. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231 as we launch here at hour number two of the live Saturday edition. And I should reiterate, we are still live, uh, even though this is Thanksgiving Day weekend. Most talk show hosts probably are not anywhere near their studios on a day like this. But we are here taking calls from you for the next two hours, uh, as we do every Saturday night. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231, and that number is brought to you by our friends over at SACL CAI. We're going to get right back to your phone calls, but just to bring you up to speed, if you were uh, in case you weren't listening last hour. There's a 72-year-old man in Aspen, Colorado, who is facing five years in jail. Five years in prison, actually, mm-hmm. and facing $5,000. Uh, actually, I think it's like $17,000 in fines total. He's been fined $12,000, did not pay it. Uh, he's now facing another 5000 as a result of that. All for the crime, the vicious, terrible crime of driving a taxi cab around the city, picking people up, dropping them off at their uh, destination, and charging Big Fat Zero for it. He's operating a free taxi service, and of course... The guy that's running the legitimate taxi cab in town uh, got wind of his new competition back in 2006 and immediately sicked the Public Utilities Commission on this guy. They went after him, went for the throat, and this guy is not paying. He did not pay the $12,000 fine. He did not obey their demands to get a license. He did not obey their demands to put a meter in his car. In his car, he's driving people around for free. What does he need a meter for? Well, what he needs it for, according to them, is to be compliant. And he hasn't filled out tax paperwork. He's not charging anything. He's got a sign on in in the vehicle that says, "This is a free. This taxi ride is free." Yes, he does. (laughs) And uh, you know, of course, he's not jumping through the government's hoops, so they're very upset, and they're going after this guy. Yeah, he's going to trial uh, next month. I hope we will get an update on this for you. And if you guys are, are in the Aspen area, you should hopefully be paying attention to this because it's just an outrage what they're doing to this guy. He's taking it to a jury trial, so kudos to him for that. But there's one thing I wanted to point out. We didn't get a chance last hour. We're going to get right back into your calls here in a moment. But I wanted to point out that he's hoping that he can win. I mean, he's taking this position of, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just – Ferrying people around, I'm doing them a favor, and they're giving me tips because they feel like it. I'm not running a business here. I mean, he's 72 years old. He just probably doesn't need to run a business. He's probably retired and doing this out of the kindness of his heart. He's done it in the past, and, you know, whatever. If somebody wants to give tips, great. Right. So he says he thinks he's innocent, and he doesn't think a jury of six people... Uh, will take the charges seriously. He says, "I'm just a guy who takes people home." And I think he's right. I think that if you, if he was able to present his case in front of the jury, and they were able to side with him in that they feel like he's being harassed and he hasn't done anything wrong, they could side with him and find him not guilty. However, I'm concerned about one major point, and that is that the judges in today's courtrooms tell jurors things like this, and I'm going to paraphrase. I've Sure Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, yeah. you
2: must judge this defendant based on the law. Right. Has this person
0: violated the law, as you can tell? Yes, by the facts in the case and the preponderance of the evidence. When, in and fact, a shadow of a doubt, the jury is a thousand-year-old uh,
2: entity, a uh, you know concept that and they 've always had even in American history and still in our legal system, the ability to judge the
0: law itself that 's the part they don 't tell you
2: This is what happened in uh, you know this was what happened would, would happen in the northern states when people would be dr- brought up on charges of harboring slaves in the underground this is railroad. True. This is what would have happened in the tw- in the twenties and 30s yeah. um, when, it came, when it came up to prohibition alcohol people wouldn 't throw their friends and family members into cold disgusting jail cells even for law, having a drink. Even though the law said they should. But the legal system has gotten hip to it. The lawyers that run our lives... Well, they've said to themselves, we, we just can't have – you know, I'm sick of this. The juries can't – we can't tell them this stuff anymore. And some judges will go so far as to throw you out of the courtroom if you mention Most it. Most of them will. And they won't allow you
0: on the jury if you know about it. Right. So the if you fa-
2: mentioned knowing about it, so, I should say. Right.
0: The fact is the jury has the power, the absolute power, to listen to this case and the come back – go to the jury room and then to come back to the judge and essentially say, not guilty – Based on the fact that we think this law sucks. Now, you don't actually have to say that part to the judge. You don't, have just to re- not you don't have to reveal that you've nullified the law. You can just say that if the judge asks why, you can say, well, you didn't prove your case. Because it's, it is up to the, the state to prove their case beyond a shadow of a doubt. And so that's all you have to do is say, well, I don't believe you, you proved your case. And they can't say anything to that. But the real reason that you throw it out, the real reason you find the person this and this nice 72-year-old man, the real reason he should be found not guilty... Is because he's a nice old man, he's not doing anything wrong, and the law sucks. Throw it out, let this man go free, and leave him alone from now on. Or if you bring him back in, we're going to throw it out again. But, well, the the jury likely won't get that chance. No, they won't, because the judge is going to lie to them. The judge is going to say, you have to no, judge this it, on the, the facts of the case. But the, and the jury just, won't judge the case the second time. I understand that. I just meant generally the idea of if people knew about that, if if people knew about jury nullification, then the next jury would likely throw this case out, unless it was a jury full of authoritarian uh, sickos.
2: Well, if we don't put this guy in jail, then there'll be anarchy. It's yeah, chaos! We're a, we're a nation of laws. You know, I, I wonder where this we're a nation of laws thing came ah, from. That's a good question. Is that in the founding documents? Because I don't think it is. Mm. I, you know, the words that I hear in the founding documents are freedom and liberty, um, you know, uh, the ability to uh, you know government by the consent, things like that. Nation of laws sounds really government authoritarian school. to I, me. I bet somebody as,
0: brought it up in government school years ago. As a matter of fact, on.
2: you can have a nation of laws or you can have freedom and liberty, but you really can't have both. You can have a few laws, certainly, and have freedom and liberty, Liberty, but you can't have all these laws, laws that throw a man in jail for drive, for having a free taxi, for giving a free taxi ride.
0: I would like to suggest, if you're in the Aspen, Colorado area where this man lives, this uh, 72-year-old guy who's under fire for operating a free taxi service, if you're in the Aspen, Colorado area, you can help this man. You can go to fu- the Fully Informed Jury Association, FEJA, Fija.org and you can download flyers. You can b- actually purchase them, they'll send them to you, or you can download them, print them out yourself. You can download flyers that will inform jury members or potential jurors about their right to judge the law itself. You can go out in front of the courthouse whenever they're going to pick the jury for this man's trial, and you'd have to figure that out. The trial's going to be in mid-January, so it may be early January to sometime in December when they're picking the jury. Uh, or maybe the week before the trial. I'm not sure. Depends on the rules. But you call the court, find out when they're going to pick the jury, find out what time the jury's going to arrive, and you and your friends get out there and hand out those flyers to every single juror that's coming in that building. That's the number one way you can help this old guy. I mean, You can go to his courtroom and you can watch all the fireworks. It's just helping but...
2: him. The fact is, if, if, if a fully informed jury gets out, you know, the idea of a fully fully informed jury gets out there, this will help the nation.
0: Absolutely. It it'll helped help. the
2: nation during the times of slavery. It helped the nation during the times of
0: prohibition. And it will help during this it
2: brings, authoritarian
0: bullcrap they're doing it'll, now. It'll bring the fourth branch of government back. I mean, that's what the jury was supposed to be, the final check and balance on an out-of-control legislature. If the legislature is passing bad laws and the judicial branch is upholding bad laws, then it's the, the jury that's supposed to have the responsibility of tossing those laws out uh, on their butts. So I'm going to be doing this on Monday. We've got a Fully Informed Jury Association outreach that happens on a monthly basis here in lovely Keene, New Hampshire, and it's incredibly effective. People appreciate being informed of their rights. So I highly recommend if there are people in the Aspen area, please do what you can to help this guy out because without fully informed juries, he could be facing five years in a prison cell for giving people a cab ride. And by the way, we haven't heard from anybody tonight that supports what the city is doing to this man. I mean, surely, if the government is the will of the people, as they claim so often, I mean, the government people, when you question them on their laws, they'll say, well, you elected us to do this. Well, no, I I didn't elect you. Somebody did, but it wasn't me. You got elected and you did
2: this. Those two things are not put together. This is the will of the people, Mark. The idea that people got elected and then did a bunch of crap that somehow got a mandate? No. You were supposed to keep, you know, you were supposed to go there and keep things running orderly, not... Add stuff like this that throws
0: innocent people in jail cells. So if it's true that the government is uh, the will of the people, and of course it's poppycock, it's obviously not, it's the will of those people who are in power. Uh, but if it's the will of the people, then surely there are the people listening to this show tonight on our 40 plus radio stations. Surely some of the people that support this kind of regulation are listening tonight. Are you just afraid to call in? Are you afraid because you know you have not a leg to stand on here and that you'll just sound like a totalitarian sicko? Nobody could possibly support this. Come on. Somebody does. Somebody put it into law. There have got to be some city bureaucrats listening, right? 1-800-259-9231. And you know this isn't just an Aspen thing. These kind of regulations are on the books all across the country. There was a man that was arrested in Miami for uh, doing an illegal cab service. It's very similar to this. More of the way, this yeah. is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Thanksgiving Day weekend. We are here for you to take your phone calls about whatever you want at 1-800-259-9231. If you're on the line, we will get to you. Be patient. It's Ian here with you. And Mark, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free. So enjoy those on us. Those features, by the way, include... The Wiki, over 1,800 pages, created by listeners just like you. It's like the listener editable version of our website. Just head over to wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive for free. W-I-K-I.freetalklive.com.
2: I've been uh, taking a diet pill called DexC20 for about four months now, and I have successfully lost nearly 10 pounds. Now, I don't have very much to lose. My target goal was 10 or 15 pounds from the very beginning, and 15 would have been quite a bit. It would have put me down to like 170 pounds a little little more and uh, you know I, I didn't imagine that it was going to do too much i feel like it's been great the, I, i've constantly been gaining weight throughout my life uh, you know just doop 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 just keeps on going up and there's nothing i can really do about it well now you can Dex c 20 is all you have to do is take this and you don't have to change your diet you don't have to change your exercise habit i haven't done any of that just take these pills uh, twice a day, Dexy 20 go to Walgreens, CVS, GNC, take the pills, you can lose the weight. And it doesn't give you any weird, jittery feelings like most of those diet pills do. That's the worst part of them. It's Dexy 20
0: one 1-800-259-9231. We go to your phone calls. Uh, we're, just, we start, we're going to start on this story, and there are people who are calling for different reasons. We'll get to you. We're going to start on this story about the taxi. A 72-year-old man is facing five years in prison and a $5,000 fine over giving people cab rides for free out in Aspen. I don't think it's just an Aspen thing. This story, this same story, virtually happened down in Miami, where uh, seven, a man in his 70s was arrested after a, a sting operation was run on him. He gave a lady a ride home from a Winn-Dixie grocery store down there. She gave him five bucks just because she wanted to, of course. Turned out she was a cop, and he wasn't charging for it. He got arrested she for the She asked him for the ride. Right, right. So, I mean, this entire situation is crazy, and the whole idea that this is uh, is anything resembling a free country, I think, is pretty much out the window. I mean, if you think it's still a free country, and you want to defend uh, the actions of the city bureaucrats, we'd love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. Do you think it was right, or it is right, for them to go after this nice old man for providing a free cab service? Let's go to your phone calls. Dan is on the line listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Dan. In.
7: hi there hey um, I, it's not that i want to take the side of the law off, but i think you're being a little liberal with your statements about our country first of all neither you nor i are going to go to jail for talking about this
0: not Secondly,
7: yet does the public not have the right to be protected from someone who for instance might wish to pick up young children and offer them rides home would that be okay or should there be something that says well maybe we shouldn't do that is
2: there a law against picking up young children and offering them rides home for um, rides home i mean this that's not what's going on here
7: uh, no i'm asking you the question if you were in new york city and there were no cab rules anybody could get in a car put up a sign and say taxi and drive people around and charge them $500, you wouldn't think that was fair <laughs> well, This
2: either. is Colorado Springs, and it's, okay. uh, it's not New York City. And do you think that somebody would pay $500? Is that a legitimate charge for a taxi ride?
7: No. The, what the problem we have here is, first of all, we live in a free country, mm. and we can't object to stupid things. What you've got here is an absolute idiocy of enforcement, of a rule. The rule itself probably is not unreasonable. The ta- For instance, the meter. That's so that you won't overcharge people. But he's not Obviously, charging people. He's not charging. Now, what do you need a meter for? Right. He's we not, he's not charging no meter. Okay, I'm not sure that we can say this on the radio these days. It's, I'm an old radio person, by the way. But a guy wrote a book called Up the Organization. And he said that in every organization, it needed one person on the board whose job it was to stand up and yell, "Course S, when something absolutely stupid was being proposed. And that's what this is.
2: I agree. It absolutely is. The the, the problem is, is... Right. And the the problem is that the American 65. people can't say horse S. I mean, it's just so darn difficult. Look, I mean, look at what's going on here, and they're not doing it. The problem is and, with these local governments well, is they're petty little tyrants that...
7: Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Is this a city ordinance that's being violated? It
0: is, yes.
7: Then why aren't you asking people to go to the city council meeting and yell horse S? and say this, Didn't this cross my mind. I don't think they care. More.
0: I don't think they care. They've got their rules, and they enforce them at no, ta- their will. I'm
7: talking about the, you and me, the general public, that think this is ridiculous. We should go to the city council and say to them... I- This is not what we elected you to
2: do. Now, stop it. I did this last year. They were uh, using eminent domain to take a piece of a man's property in order to put in some uh, delightful million-dollar traffic circle here in Keene, New Hampshire. I brought a sign that said eminent domain, and I had to go to the uh, Internet to figure out how to spell it. Eminent domain (laughs) equals stealing. Okay, and I held the sign there, and I was berated by the city council people. I mean, person. In one, one case, I was berated by a city council person. You, you, they don't. He didn't care what I had to say. How many people he wanted were there me doing? to shut up and sit down and take my sign and throw it away? I put
7: you in jail, and it is a free country. You're making it's young not, not a free country. Kill. You it's, are making young people feel like it's hopeless. We live in a dictatorship. Oh no, 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 no,
2: no. I The didn't ability say it was hopeless. The ability to complain, it does not it does not in, in and of itself encompass freedom. Yes. Freedom is the ability to do what you want to do without hurting other people. Right. This guy's That's not what hurting freedom anyone. is. The the ability to complain but, about it is you, only a portion but, of freedom.
7: But you have to agree that if you applied that to the traffic lanes and you say, well, I don't feel like obeying a red light, but Joe should... You would have chaos in any civilization. No, actually, you have, wouldn't. Have uh,
0: you know, the the whole idea that uh, we need traffic lights and that sort of thing to control people is actually pretty absurd. Uh, it, there have been studies that have been done. I'm not saying I think they're. I don't. I'm not saying I think traffic lights are bad across the board. I'm just saying that without traffic lights, people get by fine. Uh, there was an example of that happening here in uh, in Keene uh, the other day. One of these. There's one light in town that likes to malfunction, I guess, and uh, it was malfunctioning in this particular time of night uh, a lot of it was like rush hour actually so cars were backing up and there was essentially what was happening was and i thank you by the way for the call dan i appreciate hearing from you but essentially what was happening was uh two of the directions the light was functioning correctly but one direction it was always red so that one side just kept getting backed up and eventually the people at the light would figure out that hey this light's not changing <laughs> we better do something about it um so they just went and everything was fine uh when the when the traffic lights you and I Mark, we used to live down in Florida were um, pretty close to where uh, where that gentleman was calling from, and from time to time, a hurricane would roll by or come come nearby, and uh, some power lines would go down, and traffic lights would be out completely, and people were able to cross through the intersections, and they were okay. You know what it turns out. Is that when there aren't as many signs around and traffic control devices around uh, to tell people what to do, then they act more cautiously with their driving ability. They're much more uh, careful with how it is they get from point A to point B if they aren't being told. I mean, if you're going around, as an example, simple example, if you're going around a cliff and there's no guardrail, are you going to go at the same speed you would go with the guardrail? You might take the cliff at another 5 miles an hour if you had the guardrail next to you making you feel a little bit safer. But if you know that there's a chance that the the slightest motion of the wheel to to the right is going to send you careening into a fireball into, you know, into the pit below, then you might be a little more cautious. So, chaos, you know, don't try scaring people like that. People can take care of themselves. More on the way, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll free number at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, archives included. If you've missed a moment of this show, just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website for your downloaded convenience, completely free, going back for an entire year, all on us at Free Talk Live. Dot com. Now, are you looking to get involved with other young liberty lovers from across the country? Then join Bureaucrash and help us fight, uh, fight statism in all its forms at Bureaucrash.com. Also, be sure to check out our Pro Freedom t-shirts and other swag at our contraband store, so you can quite literally wear your beliefs on your sleeve. Bureaucrash.com. I have to say, I really like the uh, the Bureaucrash social website that they put up. I've actually been spending uh, some time on there, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Great way I to meet new activists.
2: I like the T-shirts that they sell. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: now, I, I wanted to talk about the gentleman who called in. What was his name, Dan? Dan, yes. Dan. Uh, the, the guy that thinks we live in a free country.
2: Well, you know, I likely Dan hasn't heard this show before and probably hasn't heard uh, ideas like ours too often. And people often talk about smaller government, and they ver- very rarely do you hear anybody talk about, in your case, well, no authoritarian model of government at all.
0: I hadn't really even talked about that tonight.
2: Well, but but it comes through in our speaking, and that's what he was t- saying. I he was saying that, well, look, I'm not. It's not. We the, need I, these I, rules. I'm not. Well, no, he wasn't saying that. He was saying that this is a dumb rule. Yeah. And but we need some rules, and this is a free country, and if you want to be free, we have to have the rules. And it's sort of an <laughs> antithetical concept, when, but it's what we're taught. Yeah. You know, like... Freedom ain't free. Now, I believe Clichés. we do have to have the government for a certain... Or it, I believe that uh, it, it is... That, that people believe that we have to have the government, uh, you know, for certain roles, like taking care of murderers and rapists, um, handling the roads, uh, you know, perhaps, uh, a military situation if some,
0: if, if we're attacked. That's what they've been indoctrinated to believe. Yes, they do believe that.
2: Uh, well, you know, and I, 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 I sort of believe it. I'd, I'd like to see a world where there isn't any authoritarian model of government, but I'd have to kind of see it from the, the shores of the, the world that has a very, very small government. Mm-hmm. And, you know the—that's what our goal here is on Free Talk Live. Our goal is to shrink the size of the state. Well,
0: our goal is to make money doing radio show and entertaining people. But would you not ideally? Like to see the,
2: would you not like to see
0: the? Uh... I, our ideal would be to have something like that happen. I guess sure. I should have used the name of the radio show. Your
2: and my goals in life, some of them, are to see these the the this monstrous, uh, you know, uh, mindless, heartless state because that's what it is. It, it's it's an in, it's it's a figment of our imagination shrunk down to a size. In your case, you'd like to see it disappear entirely. However, you'll take smaller over nothing. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going for here, Dan. Um, it's, uh, you know, if you feel like maybe we've spit in the face of the veterans who fought to keep us free, I think the veterans fought to keep us free, not for silly, silly laws like this.
0: That's, I mean, that's what the veteran who called earlier was suggesting. He didn't think that, he didn't appreciate this micromanaging nonsense. This wasn't what he believed he was fighting for. Who could? So 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But, but you, you're really fooling yourself. If you believe this is a free country in any way, shape, or form... I mean, the, the whole idea well, you're that using the, the freedom in America is ludicrous.
2: You're using the terminology. It's, it's, it's different things to different people. You're saying either a country's free or not free. Yeah, so that's if, right. if there was a government in place that only had a police force that only stopped murderers, you would say that that was not a free country. Is it, is it funding that so? itself by coercion? Right. That police force is funded by $1 taken from every property <laughs> owner... Um, in that, uh, given geographical area, would you call that free?
0: Are they going to steal my home if I don't give them the dollar? Right. If you don't pay your
2: $1 every yeah, year, they'll come free. around and take your, right. See, so y- you're taking a very extreme,
0: uh, s- uh Hey, uh, definitions, a definition, right? To me, That's my what friend. it is.
2: I understand. I get where you're coming we from. Your However, um, the, the idea that we are one of the freest countries on the
0: planet, you'd, you'd agree with that? Yeah, the, the when you, when you compare way, cancers, can you? we have the uh, one of the better forms of cancer. Yeah, we've we got melanoma. Let's go to Larry, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Hello, Larry. How you doing, Mark and Anne? Hey, Larry, what's on your mind?
5: Long time no see. You know what the bottom line is here. Go to any city county council or any uh, legislature. You find out what happened. This poor guy is. Is his competitor got in business and got enough money to bribe the city county council to fit in a law so he could syndicate against any upstart that would try to uh, take business from him so Absolutely. he could have all the money. That's exactly and the, right. And then another perfect example of it is prostitution. They make it unattractive. They, they syndicate against the poor prostitute that's out there now, maybe trying to make a rent payment or trying to pay a disconnect utility bill by having the uh, people that run the fancy restaurants, the people that run the jewelry stores, the people that are out here talking about you need to get married before you can do anything, and then they have a bombardment of sex on, first on TV, <laughs> then on cable, then at the, the uh, sex shops to uh, drag you and drive you to the, to the whore lane or drive you to uh, get married or do something or go out to dinner and try to get something. So it's just what happens is the people that get the money and get the business first They get enough money, they go to the legislature, they go to city county council, they pay the elected officials, To syndicate against their competition. Absolutely. It's illegal.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened in this case. Uh, Of course, the complaint against this old man, the 72 year old man, giving free taxi rides in Aspen, Colorado, now facing years in prison and thousands of dollars in fines, uh, the action was brought in the first place by the one guy who owns the one taxi company, the legal taxi company in town. Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. All regulations are a protection racket for existing business people. That's all they are. They aren't there to protect people. They're not there to protect the consumers. I mean, they're not there to protect the customers. They're there to protect the business owners.
5: It's syndication, and it's, it's thoroughly illegal for a government to step into a private business and allow that private business to do something that they would not be able to do on their own without the help of government, which is to get their competition and drive it into the ground with the fines that they put on this man. Yep. Now, what upstart business, even if they was taking a profit? Can pay afford to pay twelve
0: thousand in fines. No, not my business. business I can tell you that they I would have never got the, the license
2: in the first place. You know yep. that whoever that this one taxi cab in town has all the medallions, and they probably have them because they've got some sweetheart deal with. They probably somebody.
0: don't have medallions. It's probably just a, a license for a taxi. Well,
2: it, 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 you just use medallion as a terminology right. uh, for the license that they give to taxi cabs. Um, So they they have, you know, they have all the licenses, and they're not going to give one to anybody else because, well, somebody's connected to somebody in all likelihood, and that's how government works. They you you punish uh, you punish your enemies, and you reward your friends once you get in there. That way, when you do when you do finally get voted out, you get some sweetheart sweetheart job elsewhere. It's just awful.
0: Uh, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And yet, it happens everywhere across almost any in, in any industry. Uh, there's always more regulations being put into place. And as we pointed out in hour number one, it's never going to stop. There's never going to be an end to the regulatory climate. There's always going to be somebody else with another proposal, some new city councilor with some new brilliant regulation that they want to push through to help out their buddies in industry, and they're going to get it through, and then it's just going to restrict competition even more. And you know what? They put they pr- um, they position themselves as the friend of the consumer. They will tell the uh, the people in the area, they'll say, we're doing this to keep you safe from unscrupulous men and women who will t- uh, pull over and uh, and steal children from the side of the road, like that last caller was suggesting. Oh, we're doing this to keep the customers safe, but it's nonsense. Because what they're doing is they're keeping their buddies in business safe from competition, which actually hurts the consumer. Because if there's no competitors in the marketplace, in Aspen, there's one man who has a Monopoly, essentially, a government-granted monopoly over a taxicab service. Theoretically, they could grant somebody else a license if they jump through enough hoops, but for now, they've got one guy and nobody else can compete. So he can essentially charge... Almost whatever it is he wants to. I mean, he can only charge so much because if well, he charges he, above a certain level, then no, nobody's going to use his service. Well, but,
2: the, the city, the, the city, in the case of the t- taxi cab companies, the city almost always sets taxi rates.
0: But there's but there's nobody in that uh, in the area to drive rates down. Uh, let's presume there was no uh, set rate. There's no, nobody competing to drive rates down or to increase customer service or response time or have nicer drivers, better cars. Nobody is able to compete, and so, therefore, the people that are looking for a cab in that particular area are stuck with this one choice. Because of the protection laws out there, we've got to keep consumers safe from unscrupulous businessmen. Well, it turns out the unscrupulous businessmen have uh, capt- uh, essentially captured the government regulatory agencies and have used them to keep the good guys out of business. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves, dial the toll-free number, and bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by C A I. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those. And if you like the show and you want to help support free Talk Live. You can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting free talk live on more radio stations around the country, uh, bringing new Internet listeners on board and helping expose new people to the message of freedom and liberty. If that's valuable to you and you want to help us out and get access to perks like access to the uh, Amp Only call-in lines, chat room, Forum and more, all the the perks that we've set up for our amplifiers. Go and get all the details and get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options over at amp.freetalklive.com. Again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. Continuing with your phone calls, Kyle is listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Kyle.
8: Hey, how are you guys doing today? Just
0: great, Kyle. What's on your mind tonight?
8: I got a question for you, and first off, let me say that what this guy is doing is absolutely wonderful, and we need more people like this.
0: You're talking about the 72-year-old man who's uh, giving people free cab rides and is now unfortunately looking at five years in prison? Yes. Okay.
8: That's exactly who I'm talking about. This is a wonderful thing. My question is this, that when you get car insurance – and you're using it for personal use, not commercial use, which is essentially what this man is doing, is using it for a commercial use mm-hmm. by giving people that are not on his policy rides places. What happens when he gets – if he were to get into a car accident, couldn't he in turn be in even more trouble if somebody were to, let's say, either get extremely injured and or killed?
2: Well, I, I think that that's a, a it's a good question because um, you never know uh, – Uh, what's going to happen in these instances with the insurance company. But, you know, I don't think that that's the government's role to uh, step in here and and, uh, try to save us from our own insurance policy. But um, my question would be this. Have you ever given anybody a ride for gas money before? Of course. Okay. You know,
8: I hate to say it. yeah. What course. would happen
2: if you, I mean, you're not, it's, you're not a taxi cab. He's not a taxi cab. You're not charging for the ride, necessarily. He's not charging for the ride. You took a little money for gas. He took a little money for, well, I guess he could do whatever he wants with the money, but he took some money.
0: He's going to have to buy gas, too. I mean, he's driving around town. So, I mean, they're going to cover the your passengers, town, aren't yeah. they? Don't insurance companies cover your passengers? They do?
8: I hate to say it. It depends upon the insurance policy that you have. Depending upon the insurance policy, my mother works in insurance, so this is why I know this. But it depends upon the insurance policy. Some policies only cover you. And if a passenger is in your car, their insurance policy can cover them. Oh, okay. My insurance policy may not cover the other person. And depending upon the insurance policy, may not cover the other person that I hit. So in turn, if I get into, you know, it could be a school bus, it could be anything, you know, these parents are going to want to sue essentially in a car accident, and they can't sue because I'm not protected underneath the corporation, and now I'm even worse and out more money.
0: I think it's a good point that you bring up, but I would like to point out that uh, in the free marketplace, which we don't have, but I would like to see happen, uh, caveat emptor applies. So if you are a buyer, it is your responsibility. In this case, you're buying the service of a taxi driver. Uh, It's your responsibility. The onus is upon you to determine whether or not you actually want to purchase this product. So if you're someone who's concerned about insurance and regular, you know, uh, making sure the the meters working correctly and all that stuff, if you're Somebody's concerned about that then you should do your due diligence and find out if the if the company or the person that you're looking to contract with is licensed in the way that you're uh, or, or protected by insurance in the way that you want them to be. If if not, then you skip by them. You go to the next uh, person that's offering services and you, and you check them out. And so this is one of the ways that people that will go through the business owners that will take the time and spend the money to go through a process of certification, which licensing is sort of like certification except it's coerced. So it's not the same. Um, so if we had a certification process, which is completely voluntary, they could get themselves certified they could show people that they have insurance and they could allay those fears and they would get more clients because of that. Now, that doesn't mean that people that don't have insurance uh, or th- they don't have the full insurance or they don't have uh, certification should be precluded from the marketplace. They should be able to operate as well. In New York City, they're called jitney cabs. Uh, there are people that will drive around illegally and pick people up and, and take them to where they're going. And they do it for less. So as a client, as a, uh, as a potential client you understand that you're paying more to have that insurance policy, that you're paying more to have that certification, but you're paying more to help yourself feel better about the uh, the ride that you're going to take, whereas if you want to take a little risk and just to save a few bucks, then you can take that risk and go with a jitney ga- cab or go with a 72-year-old guy giving free rides, and odds are good you're going to get to where you, you're, you were going, and you'll save a few bucks, but if something does happen, then, you know, then that's the risk that you take and people should be free to take those risks, don't you think?
8: I can understand. Honestly, I do understand your point of view. I understand the 70-year-old's point of view. In this case, I happen to think that you know, being in a car accident and not knowing it was coming, I want to make sure that the person that I have trusted and the responsibility of taking me from point A to point B, and I've got a funny feeling this guy probably transports enough people that aren't on the sober side mm-hmm. that... You know, I want to make sure that I am protected, especially him being an older driver.
2: I I, I totally make agree sure with then. you, but you understand this guy is not a taxi service. You are not yes. putting your hands in the. You're not putting your life in the hands of a um a, a really you know a, a, a real taxi. You're hiring a free taxi, and
8: understandably so. you but get what you, you so pay you for the, in this life. In do you understand that? that? Under, you, no, I do understand exactly what you're saying, but you're underneath the same stigmata that it is a service of sorts and you need to make sure you're protected on that act. I I'm, hey you you know, know, hold on
2: a second. You know the, the busy little uh, city bureaucrats will protect you into the poorhouse my <laughs> friend. I mean the fact is you take a risk every day. Well, when you get up in the morning you could die you. by wait 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 you could get you could die by getting hit by a meteor. And the fact <laughs> is you know we as humans we take risks for the hopes of reward, you know what we want to get every day all day.
0: That's what we do. Well, now, wait a minute. I don't think Kyle is saying that other people should be precluded from taking that risk. Kyle, you're just saying that you want to be protected, and all, and all I'm saying is you should be able to be. I mean, if you want to check in that and make all sure— right, so That is what I'm saying. Right, so my mistake, Kyle. Forgive me. You were reading too much into it, Mark. So so let me clarify make sure we're on the same page here. Kyle, you say that you want to make sure you're protected in these various different ways. You can check that out. You can ask for the certification. You can ask for the, uh, the proof of insurance and all that as a customer. But if I decide that I want to give this nice old guy five bucks to take me home after I've had a few uh, few too many at the bar, I should be free to make that choice, right? You're
8: free to make any choice you want. Well, I'm right. not. I, no, I no,
0: you're not. I'm not. Well,
8: <laughs> Sorry, because... that's a different story, and I've heard you guys show enough, But I'm just saying that essentially it is your choice to make the decision whether or not you want to go from point A to point B with this gentleman who's nice enough to give you a ride yeah. in the first place. But at the same token, in order to do that, if you... If it does require you to have some sort of insurance policy upon that by transporting people, that is something that needs to be set in place. But also, this guy should have the right to do what he wants. There you by go. Taking people back I think. And forth from point A to point B. I agree
2: I think with you. I, I agree with you that uh, th- that he should have some kind of insurance I policy. Agree. However, when you look at these in- insurance policies, for instance, I delivered pizzas at one point, uh, Kyle, and I never told my insurance company that I was delivering those pizzas. <laughs> and I'm sure would that they, they have would, raised your rates. They absolutely would have raised your really? ra- raised your rates. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If you give I them the opportunity. I don't know it. And and if if I would have gotten into in a wreck and they would have known that there was a pizza box in the yeah, car or something some like that, sauce on the back seat, it could have been a bad could have been bad news. But um, at, you know this when you when you look at these situations, you know people are taking their own risks and. I don't know. Insurance companies are so deep in bed with the government that oh, I, they sure are. If, if an insurance company actually got out there and competed in the marketplace instead of hiding behind the skirt of their friends in the uh, in the local, well, they're state. forced
0: to as well. I mean, if you want to insure, if you want to be in the insurance, there's, there's a reason you've got they're to forced bow to down. because they started they, they, they allowed
2: the first regulation to go in place.
0: It's true, and I thank you, Kyle, for the call and the discussion. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And that's really where the American people went wrong. It's it's why we have the tyranny. We have is because they allowed the first regulation, and they then they allowed the next ten, and then they allowed the next thousand, and then they allowed the next fifty thousand regulations. And because no we one must be
2: protected. Well, you can't be protected. This crap that they write down on paper doesn't protect you.
0: You do. Let's continue and talk to Mark in Ohio. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Thank
9: you. Hey there. Uh, let me let me. Hi there. Let me show you how foolish this cab guy is who brought the charges on this person and also the, the judge that may also sentence this guy to uh, prison. Think of all the toy companies that's in this world that could go after Santa Claus, that, who
10: gives away free toys. There you go. Thank you.
0: Thanks Good for the call. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Cody, listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Cody. Cody, you're on the air. Hey.
11: Hey, how you guys doing?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight, dude?
11: Hey, uh, I was just wanting to get you guys' take on uh, your 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 thoughts on like anarchy and the idea of faith. As uh, I found that most people who who I kind of mingle with that are kind of self proclaimed anarchists or libertarian types, I have a hard time with uh, faith. And I read a great book. I'm actually a reverend. I I, I um, actually didn't end up like becoming a pastor of a church. Because Cody, I, I think this church. will be
0: an interesting conversation, but you're going to have to hang through the news to have it with us. I want to talk to you about it, so hang on. We'll bring it back in Hour 3. This is Free Talk Live.
3: This
9: program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. The live Saturday edition of the program. Toll-free number for you to bring up whatever's on your mind is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL, C-A-I toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Oh, I should mention that it is Thanksgiving Day weekend, so just to let you all know that when we say we're live... We're live. We're here taking your calls for the remainder of this hour about anything, and we go back to uh, Cody, who's been waiting patiently, uh, and and he was listening to WFLA in Florida, but unfortunately they don't carry our third hour, so nobody can hear you in Tampa at this point, Cody. Uh, but you're still oh, on. Right. We can still have the discussion, and uh, you wanted to call and talk about uh, anarchy and religion. Oh, uh, and I I personally don't like the term anarchy. I like the uh, the idea of the free marketplace. Uh, I think anarchy con- a lack of rules. And I'm all in favor of rules. I think private property owners should be able to set whatever rules they want to on their own private property. But all that aside, let's talk about what you'd call it. Well, well
2: Jacoby, before you go on, I'd like to point out, we're on 30-something radio stations right now. We just don't happen to be on in Tampa. In Tampa. Yeah. Go ahead.
11: <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, the kind of anarchy I, I more have gotten fascinated with is the idea of not no rules, but no ruler. Now, I again, the, yes. the conundrum of who enforces what, but I think it's up to you know, like a collective, uh, I am not collective, it sounds so communist, but, you know, like just a group of people saying, okay, this is what we choose to agree to if you don't want to abide by those rules, then you leave the group, or, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But I just ran into, a, I came across a great book called Christianity and Anarchy. It was written by a French, uh, actually, pastor named uh, Jacques Alul or something like that. It was really fascinating, and it was just maybe setting down a precedent that, that the idea of Christianity, like what was going on, was a total... Shunning of the Roman government at the time, like even at the time the the government was having Rome was having such problems because such mass conversions were happening uh, of like their 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 magistrates and their their uh, military officers and they no longer could operate in their system, you know they they no longer could could do that and so they would leave and it was almost this animosity was building up because they were like you know I, I can't enforce your laws anymore I can't I can't you know preach Rome I guess so to speak and I, I can't I can't preach it it was almost like what caused the failure of it. But I, I find Essentially, that. Essentially they,
0: they were saying that their laws were incompatible with their religious beliefs.
11: Well, I just it, it was almost it was like the the freedom that they operated in, that, that this this idea of this hierarchy, which is what's kind of interesting is not many people talk about Christianity, is the fact that you got the you know, if you adhere to that religion, that you got this man who kind of who is supposedly God's son, who has come down to our level. So he's a totally eradicated hierarchy. He hadn't set up and saying, hey, I'm God, listen to me. This is it. I mean, He even showed Himself to be a servant first, even lower than th- than themselves when He washed their feet. And I just thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. And I have a. Re- that's why I was like, I told you, I was a reverend. Um, well, I still am, but I just never could get wrapped up into the politics of church because you get somebody who I gave X amount of dollars in tithes, so I want you to play this song oh, in church, yeah. and it just totally gave me a bad taste in my mouth you Cody know?
2: Fr- first I'd like to say if I was a reverend and somebody gave X amount of dollars I'd play their song
11: it was just stupid quabbling and you sure. church splits and then they end up making when they have a church split then they develop a whole other institution another denomination and then so you got the Baptist versus the Pentecostals versus we, the Methodists, and they're all pointing fingers at who this, that, and yeah. And it just, I'm like, where's the unity? We call you that know, a schism
2: just... where I come from. Now, the, uh, yeah. the I'd like to make the point, Cody, that I think that uh, that, that, that it's an extraordinarily strong position to say, you know, to, to mix Christianity and uh, and sort of a, a no ruler situation, um, because when you can say, look, the only one who rules me is God, and He's got no rules for you and your taxi cab ordin- crap, or whatever yeah. silly um, ordinance that the uh, the city or town or, or state or federal government comes up with. Now, I think that's an extraordinarily strong position, and many people that I know that are uh, no-government types, uh, I am not, I'm the small-government type, The no-government types take it, and I think it's a great position. Christian, um, the Christian anarchist calls into this show, and there are many people that would describe themselves in the same way. Now, as far as faith goes, I'm sorry, Cody. I can't go for the Christian thing. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> yep. I think some of it's really cool, but yeah, I'd, I'd fall into the uh, probably new-agey kind of uh, category. I, 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 I myself am a pantheist. Yeah, I, I adhere to uh, new thought is the uh, terminology for the religion yeah, that I, yeah. I believe. So um, I, I think what I think is amazing is that you know so much about this stuff and that so many young men and, uh, and women out there are learning about the ideas of liberty and the ideas of freedom and educating themselves on it and their parents don't have any idea what they're talking about it's so funny yeah. to hear the oldsters call in on this show and I can't believe what are you talking we'll have anarchy if you this don't this is a free country if you do, if you leave a couch on your front lawn well, ooh, this is a, a, a country of laws yeah yeah <laughs> it's so interesting
11: well, it, it's 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 really you know i kind of the more of the uh, kind of Philosophical, like as far as my faith goes, lately I've been adhering to. I don't know if you've heard of it's called the Emerging Church.
3: No, do preacher, tell me about
11: uh, it. Uh, it's kind of headed up by a, a guy by the name of Rob Bell. He's really, really interesting. He he, he incorporates like I, I saw one like kind of I don't even call them sermons. They're more like speaking engagements. He doesn't even like doesn't even like preach like from the Bible. As far as like I know, that sounds weird, but he he, he just has everything memorized. Hmm. It's very um it, it incorporates like quantum mechanics, quantum physics. I know oh, a lot wow. of people are into that, like the like you know, the whole what what the bleep do you know? Yeah. You just go into this and it's like, hey, there's other things out there and it's okay to question and we question everything. You know, Christians are like, Okay, drinking's wrong. Well that may be. Let's sit down and have a dialogue about it, because dialogue is shut down in faith. Dialogue this is the way it is. And my when I started getting real suspicious about it, like I'm very active in my faith. I'm you know, I had a conversion moment. But at the same time man – I wrote this blog once it was about how I thought the church's mascot should should be a water molecule. You know, they can operate gas, liquid, and solid. Oftentimes, they operate the solid, like ice, you know, the cold and frigid, and nobody likes it. The water can take on any shape of the vessel uh, that it's carried in. You know, and just be adaptive, you know. Hmm. It's not... It, it, yes, it, it sounds like we, the
0: traditionalists would not like you very much in their church. Oh,
11: uh, they don't. I, it's kind of <laughs> funny. It's my, you know, it, it's my background is... Very traditionalist, but luckily I'm surrounded by good people who will listen to me, and they don't just shut me off or try to excommunicate me or anything. So let me see if I'm
0: understanding you right. You're saying there's some sort of division of Christianity that has embraced the idea of quantum mechanics and the, you know, the sort of the the concept. I mean, for those that don't understand, uh, and I don't claim to understand much about quantum mechanics, but I do know they've made some interesting observations about the world around us, and one of those uh, things is, and I I know there's a term for it, and it's it's escaping me at the moment, but essentially the idea that when you're looking at things on a, a, a molecular or atomic level or Whatever, uh, and you want to predict what's going to happen. If you uh, apparently, what actually, uh, apparently nothing actually happens until you look for what it was you wanted to see.
11: The mere act of observation changes the outcome.
0: Correct. So your intention to your intention to see is is actually essentially creating the uh, the universe. It's, it you, what it is that you want to happen is actually what's happening, and it's sort of some it's some evidence I think that there's something to be said for the, the the whole idea of, uh, you know, the law of attraction, for instance, the idea that yeah, like attracts like.
11: You know, there's, yeah, there's things, and, and my problem is, is like, I'm sorry, I'm outside. Sure. Um, uh, my problem is, is, is that, you know, we have always followed, we're taught this like Newtonian thought, like A plus B equals C. So God, if you do X, Y, and Z, this is what's going to happen to you, and it's not that way. People come from different backgrounds, they come from different perspectives. To even understand Christianity, you have to understand Judaism which is, most Christians are like, oh, you don't even need to know the Old Testament or what was going on. I mean, Christ was a Jew, so you need to understand the cultures of the time to even understand half the stuff he's saying and, 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 and what it means. And when he really started to get into that, man, it is profound. It is so liberating. It, it is just, it's just like, you know, and, and I don't even care if people want to adhere to it as a religion. It's Look at it as a philosophy.
2: It's not a bad way to live. Cody, um, this is what I find so interesting about Christianity today, is Jesus came to, and and this is, it's it's something new I've been working with, and people who have been listening to the show recently have heard it, but the idea that Jesus came to do away with guys like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and fellas like that, and he came to hang out with the sinners and. He exactly. said that if, you, if you're without sin, you cast the first stone. This is the exactly. kind of guy that would not vote to keep a porn store out of his neighborhood. He would say those people need to come to God in their time. He, these Christians that go out there and they, they vote for all kinds of uh, restrictive rules against prostitution and pornography and all that stuff, these aren't real Christians. These are the kind of people that Christ came to do away with.
0: I think Cody's one of the real Christians out there. You're one of the kinds of people, you're one of the Christians I would want to spend time with, and I would like to call a friend. And I think you'd fit in really well up here in New Hampshire if you were interested in the Free State Project. I thank you for the call tonight, Cody. Appreciate hearing from you. In fact, we'll tell you a little more about the Free State Project here in a little bit. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the Sacle CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free. So enjoy those on us. And those features include the Shrine of Female Listeners. The dozens of ladies have sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about. That Shrine Dot freetalklive.com and want to invite you to check out the Free State Project. We mentioned it just a few moments ago. It is a, a wonderful organization uh, that is encouraging people who love liberty to move to New Hampshire to get active for freedom so we can achieve liberty in our lifetime. And it's working. It's happening. People, uh, Hundreds of people have moved here already. Mark, you and I, we're just two of them. And uh, there's all kinds of activism going on. Everything from the political realm, people running for office, reading legislation, uh, making recommendations on how legislators should should vote. Uh, There's also civil disobedience that's happening. There's non-cooperation. There's um, a a massive amount of media that's being generated here. Uh, There's just so much to do, so much activism, and it's so exciting. It's one thing to listen to Free Talk Live talk about it and to uh, sort of promote the, the activism that's going on and, and have the activists on the on the air to talk about those things. It's one thing to hear it happening, but it's another thing to actually be here and experience some of it. And you'll have that opportunity in, uh, I mean, of course, you can come up here anytime you want, but you'll have a great opportunity in early March, uh, March 5th through the 8th, you can come up for the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. It's a weekend-long convention-style uh, atmosphere. It's taking place in Nashua, New Hampshire, uh, which is a, a really nice... Uh, Little city at the southern end of New Hampshire, where uh, it'll be all weekend long. We'll be in a hotel. There's going to be panels, uh, panel discussions, going to be liberty oriented superstars uh, that'll be in attendance, like Glenn Jacobs, you know? Kane from the WWE, he's going to be there speaking uh, this year. Dr. Mary Ruart, a huge, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Mary Ruart. She wrote Healing Our World, which is one of my favorite Liberty books. As am I. Uh, she is going to be there, and there's just a whole list of uh, of people that are from a variety of different interests of sub uh, subgroups in the Liberty movement will be speaking, panel discussions, social occasions, dinners, networking, parties after hours. You should be there if you love freedom, if you love liberty, and you want to see what this Free State Project thing is all about, come on up to the Liberty Forum. Head over to freestateproject.org slash Forum. And get registered. Uh, early bird pricing is still in effect because all of the speakers have not yet been announced. Once they announce all the speakers, you can expect that early bird price to go away. So you can get it for 199 bucks for the entire weekend. Of course, that doesn't include your traveling costs. It's just for the convention. Uh, so 199 bucks, you can get 10% off that price if you use our discount code, 2009FTL. That's 2009 zero zero F-T-L, uh, that'll give you 10% off. And you get all the full list of speakers and all the details over at org slash libertyforum. Oh, I should add, we're going to be broadcasting live for the entire thing. So looking forward to seeing you there. We continue with your phone calls, and we'll go to Bill listening to WXNT. I'm waiting very patiently. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live.
10: Hey, thanks for taking my call.
0: What's on your mind tonight, Bill? Um,
10: yeah, um, what about... Um... The poor guy who's giving away the—I got about three things to cover real quick if I could. Sure. Uh, the flowers in the park. Uh, if they're going to give him a hard time, then let's give the um, people who um, ring the bell for the Salvation Army a hard time. You know they're they're wanting to solicit money and panhandle for money, aren't they?
2: Well, I I don't think we should give any of them any, no, any I, hard times uh,
0: personally. No, Hold I'm on. just saying
10: I'm saying yeah. to
2: be consistent.
10: Right. I, he's he's
0: saying they should be consistent in their tyranny. Well, now I think I'm we on your
10: should. Side. Totally. Yeah, let's um, let's
0: crucify Santa Claus while we're at it.
10: Yeah, well, what about, um, you know, um, I think Larry said something about the prostitutes. Um, it, it Supposedly, it's illegal to charge for it, but now are they going to start arresting the girls that give it away?
2: Nope. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you give it away, you're just going to get dirty looks from the ladies.
10: Well, we 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 got to arrest those girls because they're giving it away, just like the cab driver who's giving away the um, free ride. Are they going to arrest me for donating food to the food pantry?
0: It's just crazy, isn't it, Bill?
10: It is a sick world.
0: Anything else on your mind tonight? No, that'll be it. Oh. Thanks. Oh, yes, something. one more. Go ahead.
10: Oh, about Ian and then going to uh, jail. Yes, sir. On your side, it's not worth 93 days, but I would have just moved my couch to the backyard is what I would have done. <laughs>
0: Have well, a good night. They had to come back after me and I'd ended up in another jail cell, so I'm not quite ready to make that move at this point, but I appreciate the uh, the support and I thank okay, you for the call. Thank you. Yep, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Uh we continue with your phone call. Steve listening to W S C F M in South Carolina. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, just great. What's on your mind?
9: Well, I was thinking if uh if a hitchhiker gets a ride by a trucker on the interstate I mean, who's at fault, the one soliciting or the one who picked the person up? Uh, I,
2: I think that the uh, bureaucrats would uh, decide that whoever they felt had the most money. <laughs> <laughs> All they are is well, leeches, blood-sucking leeches.
0: Parasites, yep.
9: Yeah. So if you look at the uh, 72-year-old taxi cab driver, if somebody is soliciting a ride or he is soliciting a service, I mean, you know, is the point to that?
0: Is what? I'm sorry, you cut out just a moment there. Is there a point? Uh Uh-oh, we're losing his cell phone. Let's put Steve back on hold. I want to find out what his question is. Hopefully his cell phone will clear up. In the meantime, we'll go across the pond to the U.K., where ABZ is waiting for us. Hello, ABZ. He just dropped. He's gone. Let's try instead Jason in Florida. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Hey, Jason, what's on your mind?
12: Oh, I was just uh, checking up on you, see how you're doing. I haven't talked to you in quite some is time. Is this now.
0: Jason, our former co-host?
12: It is in fact Jason, the former co-host.
0: Jason, it's good to hear from you. I've left you the occasional message over the past couple of years, but you've never called me back. <laughs> it's
12: made me sad. Yeah, I don't check my voicemail too often. Um, By the is... time I do, it's way too late.
0: Oh, it's never too late to call me back, man. It would have been uh, would have always been nice to hear from you. So, what's happening, dude? You still in Orlando?
12: Still in Orlando. Uh, you know, still still keeping the dream alive. Uh
0: Whatever that means. <laughs> what dream are you keeping alive? Uh, the
12: dream of survival, I suppose. Um, I, I know our
0: live. listeners miss you, man. We still get uh, you yep. know the occasional post on the BBS. One of the favorite call. hosts ever. Man, that's true. Uh, I'll leave that year. for a moment. No, it's, oh, it's, it's true. true. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't tell you how many promos <laughs> have you in it. The show isn't funny anymore without you.
12: Oh, shuck, <laughs>
0: So, when are you getting up here? I mean, you're still a Free State Project member. What's uh, what's going on? I mean, you got to get up here. This is where all the action is. You can work at a you restaurant know, up here if you want.
12: You know, this is all true. Uh, I was thinking, though, we don't have too many libertarians down here in Orlando. As a That's matter true. of fact, it's pretty liberal. I I actually live with two Democrats and a communist.
2: Hmm. And
12: it's been bad, <laughs> bad times all around.
2: You know, if I if I have to pick between Democrats and Republicans, I always seem to end up with Democrats. I don't know, maybe I, I, just something about them I like a little more. They're just less law and order types. I mean, they're not as... uh, I don't think you can draw any conclusions at all. It just seems like that's where I end up.
12: I I think it's probably because the uh, ideas on the social issues, they they tend to be friendlier.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You you think the girls are just easier? Well, that might be true.
12: Damn straight.
0: They're hotter, too, I think.
12: (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially down in Florida. It's nice. I mean... You Got your girls all bundled up there in North uh, Carolina. You, you, you would answer.
0: be surprised.
2: You'd be. They shocked. try their very, very hardest they, to show skin. Right. We live in we live in a, live in
0: a uh, college town here in Keene, and uh, if it's freezing cold out, you'll see girls wearing as little as they possibly can, and you know, hurrying across the streets and things like that. Uh, they'll really go out of their way to show as much skin as possible, even though it's cold. You'd be surprised. All right, so your phone number's still the same. So if I wanted to call you like after the show, I could. Do that. You definitely do All that. right, good hearing from it's you. Nice too. to hear from you. Thanks for the call, Hello. Jason. Uh, you can go and see him on our wiki. He's a former co-host, yep. and you can hear him in some of our promos. And hopefully, we'll have him back on the air someday when he gets his butt up here to New Hampshire. More on the way. You take control. 80-259-9231. That's the Seacoal C A I toll free line. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Thanksgiving Day weekend edition of the program. We're here every Saturday giving you live programming and taking your calls about anything. 1 800 259 9231, that number brought to you by SACL CAI. It is Ian here with you. <laughs> and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free. So enjoy those on us. They include the bulletin board system. You can get interactive with over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about over there on the Free Talk Live BBS, and it's all for free. So head over and enjoy uh, on us at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com.
2: According to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative privacyharbor.com, because normal email is not secure. You can go over to privacyharbor.com and get a free account today. That's privacyharbor.com.
0: All right. uh, We're going to go right back into your phone calls here. I'm going to try Steve again. Uh, Steve, listening to WSCFM in South Carolina, uh, your cell phone was kind of crapping out on us the last segment, and I didn't want to dump you off the line or anything. I wanted to see if we could rescue you, and here you are. So you're back.
9: Well, thank you. Thank you. AT&T sucks. Sorry to hear that. What were you (laughs) you
0: trying to get out there? Go ahead and just kind of recap and and start over. Uh,
9: Basically, if you're a hitchhiker on the highway, and you're soliciting a ride, and a trucker picks you up, I mean, is there a law against uh, offering a ride to a hitchhiker, or is there a law saying you can't solicit a ride?
0: Apparently, there's a law against... Probably somewhere. <laughs> apparently, the, apparently, the problem, in uh, at least in Aspen, uh, is that in a lot of places, there's a law that says you can't take money for giving people rides.
9: Oh, well, I mean, the guy... You know, the guy picks me up on the interstate and he takes me 90 miles or whatever the point mm-hmm. may be. And it's like, hey dude, here's gas money.
0: Yep. Apparently, that's illegal. There was a man down in uh, Miami who was arrested uh, for taking a woman from the grocery store to her home. Apparently, the police were actually doing a sting operation. So the woman was working for the cops. Uh, You know, they apparently don't have any real criminals to go after. So they do. They busy their time going after prostitutes and drug users and people giving people rides home.
9: Well, you remember there was a guy that got arrested. Um, He was he was out of school. And he had already picked up his son. There was girls standing out in the rain, so he just opened the hatch of his, his SUV and said, just stand under there, and that way when your ride comes, and he got arrested.
0: <laughs> you know, they're not interested in going after real crime. All they want is to just extract <laughs> money and obedience from people. That's all that the state is really about. Occasionally they'll pick up a real criminal, I guess just because. But <laughs> all they want to do is extract our money from us, don't they?
9: Yeah, that's true. Because at this point in time, down in Charleston, they've decided to up the uh, illegal parking fee from eight dollars to fourteen dollars.
0: Nice. Well, that's Ching. because
2: that's because they're not getting as much revenue from the property owners because property values mm-hmm. have uh, diminished. They right, getting, and they'll never
0: cut their budget.
2: They were getting used to raising right. the, the, the 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 county budget by X numbers yeah. every um, each year because property values were shooting up.
0: Yeah, exactly, right. and so that's you're going to see more of this too as cities become more desperate for cash because of that situation you described, Mark. They're going to start doing more of this kind I of stuff. I expect uh, shortly
2: they'll be sending out police officers to, uh, to take lunch money from kids at the school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Anything else on your mind tonight, Steve?
1: Uh,
9: one more thing: yes, I mean, had a guy in Miami who d- couldn't hear hour three.
0: Uh it's, uh it's uh not well I guess yeah, Miami also doesn't carry hours. Yeah, Miami and Tampa Miami and Tampa are only with us for the first two hours. Go ahead.
9: But what you could do is I mean, for me, I can stream, I can audio stream you guys oh, yeah. yeah. ninety four three WSC dot com and that's I can true. pick you up. You I can, can still communicate with you. I think that's fantastic. I mean, do and, you guys offer do you guys offer that service?
0: Oh, we have streaming on our website, sure. But if, you've, if you're if you in a local area, you should certainly listen through your local station stream if they've got it. And WSC, as you say, does have our all three hours of the Saturday show. Right. WSC, uh,
2: you know, one of the ways that they pay the bills is by uh, advertising local, uh, local clients. It's not like you get more content by listening on our site. So you'll get to hear, you know, uh, commercials from the local area. But
0: and, I should point out that we do have a weekday show that WSC does not yet carry. So if you want to listen know, to us during the week. I know, I know. Uh, and
9: I've heard you talk about it. And I wish they would. Call
0: him up. Call Keith. Uh he's the program director there. Tell him oh, thanks. Oh
9: my God, you know Keith Malinak?
0: Oh, Keith's a great guy. He likes this show. That's why oh, he put really? us on. Yeah. Okay, I talk with Keith
9: probably just, three or four times a week.
0: Just call him up and this applies to anybody listening on the radio. And I thank you, Steve, for the call tonight. Good hearing from you. This applies to anybody listening just so on the you know radio.
2: Steve, Keith's t- tired of hearing from you if you talk to him three <laughs> or four times a week. <laughs> he probably
0: calls this morning show. Keith's one of the best. One of the the personalities on the morning show there. And actually, he listens as often as he can. He's listening on Saturday I did too.
2: program directing for a station, at the, um, among other duties, uh, and I had no problem ever listening to my you know audience call in about oh, what was. I, I was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just when, kidding.
0: When you get somebody calling, if you're a program director, and you get somebody calling you with something constructive and something positive to say about the station, that's got to be a breath of fresh air, because normally you're used to hearing from the yeah. angry listeners, What did you say on the radio this morning? I couldn't. I couldn't believe my ears. I couldn't believe I heard someone say, damn it, on the radio. Well,
2: my favorite part is uh, when, when, when they'll call and they say, I'm having trouble picking up the station. Could you turn up the power? <laughs> look, look, uh, look, only the FCC and God has any kind of control over how much I uh, broadcast at. It's the weather. What can I tell you? I broadcast at whatever many watts because that's what I'm told I'm allowed to broadcast at. I can't turn it up for you as much as I'd like to because my family would go to jail.
0: Yeah, I'll turn up the transmitter <laughs> if you'll agree to come down here and stand in front of the front door when the FCC is trying to kick it in. Uh, that would put a stop to the FCC if a bunch of angry listeners were out front of a radio station and they you know were sort of uh, creating a crowd and preventing the uh, FCC enforcers from getting to the transmitter shack that would probably put a stop to uh, their enforcement activities yeah
2: most of the stations uh, their daytime uh, power is so there's they're so underpowered during the daytime it doesn't matter nighttime these things will travel and skip and all that other stuff but it, during the daytime it's not that big of a deal they could have their power in a lot of cases up so, significantly more
0: so what I wanted to uh, to get to there was to encourage our radio listeners that are only getting the Saturday show uh, to call up their uh, local program directors, call the station, find out who the program director is, if you don't already know, and then uh, tell them thank you. You've got to butter them up a little bit. Tell, tell them thanks for airing Free Talk Live or what amount of Free Talk Live they do air, and then ask them for the weekday show or ask them to expand out. Uh, like if they're only carrying a couple hours of the Saturday show, ask them to take all three. And you'd be surprised. I mean, they're not going to do it next week. But the more people they hear from and the more often they hear, uh, they're going to make a change eventually. And plus all those old guys uh, are going to croak someday. I mean, Michael Savage, he's going to have a heart attack. Bruce Williams is probably going to die on the air. Uh, who else do we have? Bruce is hanging in there. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go down the list of who who's at nights uh, in, in America. Humphreys. Rusty, I guess he's, he's a competition. He's pretty young, so Lars, he'll be around. Larson. Uh, Lars, he's not much competition. We probably have more affiliates than Lars does at this point, um, but he's he's got big markets. So, so But the point is getting your opinion in front of these program directors does make a difference, and it helps them know what people like and, and what they don't like. So give him a call and tell him thanks and ask him for more Free Talk Live. 800. And if you don't get the weekday show on your local station, it's okay to listen to our streams. But if you've got a local station that's airing the show, listen on their, you know, listen to them, whether it's on air or on their stream, because it's important to support those local advertisers, uh, because that's the lifeblood of that radio station. If those, uh, if that radio station doesn't have those uh, local advertisers, they go off the air, or they change formats to music, and then Free Talk Live is gone. So it's always important to support your local radio when affiliates. You, when you go to those
2: advertisers, at, mention the radio station, mention the radio show to those advertisers. Yeah. And not the gal behind the cash register, unless the, the gal owns the store. Yeah. You talk to the manager. Talk to the uh, talk to the owner of the store, because many times uh, it's it's smaller businesses that are advertising locally, and if you tell them, look, I love this show and I love this station. They, it goes a long way. They think about that the next time they're buying ads, and they mention it to their salespeople. The salespeople mention it to the managers and the program directors. Word gets around.
0: All right, 800-259-9231. Oh, one more thing. Probably not very likely, but if you are a business owner and you want to advertise on your local station to support Free Talk Live, that would be a really great way to get the weekday show on. If, like, If they're only taking the Saturday show and you came in and said, yeah, I'd like to advertise, but... Only if you run them six days a week. And if they don't have money coming in for their evening show, which they probably don't, like 99% of stations... Suddenly it
2: looks a lot more attractive.
0: Yeah, 99% of stations sell the daytime stuff, not the overnight stuff. They just throw that in or the nighttime stuff. So if you come to them with like 500 bucks a month, that might be enough to uh, to get them to make a change. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything... This is Free Talk Live. Even in these remaining moments, we will slip your call in. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday edition. Only moments remain. Just enough time for your call. We'll get you in if you dial toll free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the single CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy them all on us. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote the show by going to promote.freetalklive.com. It's, uh, there's a lot of different options there. The, the, it's just an entire page full of a variety of different ways in which you can help Free Talk Live get into more ears around the country and around the world. So head over to promote.freetalklive.com and see if, uh, you can help us. That's promote.freetalklive.com. We go to your phone calls. Paula is on the line in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live.
13: Hi. Hey, Paula. I've been, I've been listening to you guys. I mean, what is, is happening to this gentleman out there? Um, This is just totally sick.
0: You're talking about the taxi driver, the uh, man giving free rides in his car and not charging and possibly facing five years in prison?
13: Well, the thing is I'm sure it's what's happening is the people are offering him the money.
0: They are because he's doing them a favor, and they're just offering him a a little contribution.
13: Well, you know what I do? I would tell – when I go into into the judges' uh, chambers, I would tell him right to his face, if anybody offers you a ride anywhere and you offer them any money for gas, you're going to court i yeah, like well, right to his face.
0: <laughs> I don't know if the judge would really care that much, but
13: well, the thing is, I mean, what they're doing is stupid. I mean, he's doing a wonderful thing, and uh, I mean, uh, and yes, he is. It sounds like he has a lot of love in his heart, and I mean, he's he's sounds like God's child, and I mean, it's just this is just totally ridiculous, and I mean, I think people need to call up there, and I mean, just raise Cain about this.
0: That's not a bad idea. That's something people could do. Is uh, I'm is- going to. Call I don't know who you, who would you call I guess in Aspen, this case
13: if it's happened in Aspen Colorado yeah. you call the uh, the Aspen uh, Sheriff Department.
0: The sheriff. What about the, the what about the regulatory yeah. agency? Should you call them? Should you call the city councilors? I mean, who's uh, prosecutor?
13: No, it's because he's already, you know, charge been brought. You'd have to go through the legal system, you know, and then you know people could call the courthouse. That's a good you know, constructive
0: and... suggestion, Paula. Thank I appreciate you, Paula. Well, that.
13: I, I do this to help people all the time, and I mean, it's just uh, this is just ludicrous. Like, remember those children that were taken away from their families out there in Texas?
0: I appreciate you calling
2: and getting those kids back to their families, call, Paula.
13: <laughs> well, I, i tell you what, hon. I got, I sent some information to them because they didn't know who they were. And I, uh, I got a hold of, of uh, Jackson Lee. I sent her some information.
0: I don't know who that is, but I can tell you that you Jackson probably made a difference. Jackson
13: is, is a Texas representative, okay? You probably and made I, okay. a
0: difference, Paula. I mean, people picking up their phone and doing something that makes a difference. People sitting back and saying, well, let someone else take care of that. Yeah, and there's something uh, else
13: that people need to do, too. I don't know if you've heard about this, but our female troops are being raped by Blackwater. And they're raping them 25 I've heard these allegations. every 30 days.
0: But they're and busy. That- there was one lady that was like locked up in uh, some sort of a container, like a cargo container, and she was raped. I remember that story. And well, they basically brush it under the rug as much as well, they possibly can. Well, it's not
13: brushing the rug. I've already got a whole... Rep said they're already writing something up. Well, you nail them to prosecuted.
0: the wall on this one, Paula, and I thank you right. for the people call tonight. Need, people people need, need to
13: start raising Cain. I mean, you're just but sitting they back and doing nothing.
0: That's what they... It's easy to do nothing. And that's it's yeah. a situation... And I thank you for the call. It's a situation we're in today... It's easy for people to not speak up. It's comfortable to not speak up and to not speak out because, well, if you speak up and you're too loud, they might target you. I mean, people are frequently concerned about me, uh, and and this show, and you, Mark, uh, being targeted by the by the the government people for taking unpopular positions, for taking uh, pro freedom positions. They're they're worried the the SWAT team's gonna kick in the door here. And if I had the same concerns, I wouldn't be doing the show. But I do understand their concerns. I understand because you see the news all the time of the tyranny just on the rise in this country. People who have not harmed another person being thrown in prison cells on a regular basis other people making excuses or apologizing for it and then just sitting back and doing nothing the people that are concerned about it they might feel that there's something wrong they might understand that there's something inherently wrong with the uh, society that we live in and even if they can identify what the problem is and the problem is government even if they can identify what the problem is they're not willing to do anything about it because if they were to do something they'd be taking a risk and people are risk averse yeah, they're taught to be risk averse by government schools. They're taught to take it easy. They're taught to go through the system, go to college, get a college education, get a job, and then stick with that job for your entire life, so you'll have security. You'll get a paycheck when you're all retired. Mommy government will take care of you with the social security checks and everything. If you don't to be like something the
2: government's doing, go talk to your legislator. They'll <laughs> fix it for you, just like they did the big bank bailout here recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: they really listen to their constituents on that one. They're really listening to what you have to say. They really care about what you think. So even the people that have tried sort of to use the system to get some changes happening, they've come to the conclusion that it's a waste of time. Why bother calling Congress when they clearly are going to just go and do whatever it is that they want to do? Why bother uh, running for office when the people who are incumbents have a a tremendous advantage? Uh, Why bother voting for the other party when we've got proof that both parties are essentially two sides of the same coin, and they, they both just want to rule over people's lives, why bother with anything? Why not just keep your head down, don't make any waves, don't speak out, don't upset your family members, don't upset your friends, don't upset your co-workers, don't let them know how you feel about freedom, you just keep quiet and enjoy your nice little trinkets until you die. That's the situation we have today. First they came for the trade
2: unionists, and I was not a trade unionist, so I said Nothing. Then they came for the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so I said nothing. And this is how the poem for from Reverend Martin Niemeler goes. He was a pastor, but yes. Pastor, excuse me. Uh, and Essentially the same thing. And you know how it ends up
0: with the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Jews, and then first they come for the drug dealers, and then they come for the uh, the Muslims, and now and then they come and, for the immigrants. And don't forget and, the taxi drivers without licenses and the taxi drivers and the prostitutes and the people with things in their lawns. Right. Uh,
2: you know and the then fact it's is, you,
0: my friend, you're next. One day
2: someone comes for you, and there's no one left to stand up for you. Well,
0: they might be left, but they're too damn afraid. Well, they understand why the hell should up. they stand up? They'll be so many, all these people out here, they don't stand up. They right, don't do no, anything. Right. They they can't expect anybody to stand up for them. So why should they put their butts on the line and and take that risk? Won't pick up a telephone call phone and make a telephone call. No. It's much easier to uh, to keep your head down, keep quiet, and keep your fingers crossed. Right. Keep your fingers crossed and just hope. Hope. And if you have a you know if you have a god that you pray to, pray and hope. That they don't target you next, that the government agents don't decide that your business is now illegal or the way you're doing business is now illegal or something about your property is now illegal or it's always been illegal but they just now noticed it or that they don't like who you're associating with or whatever it is that their problem is. Maybe, maybe you did actually run for office and you found out that when you run for office, you get targeted for retaliation by the people that are already in charge. Maybe you found out that uh, the entirety and the entirety of the process of working within the system is completely distasteful and, in fact, dangerous to your business. There have been stories about business owners who have gotten into a political race and then all of a sudden have found that the health department or some other government bureaucracy has taken an unusual interest in regulating their business all of a sudden. Whereas before, they'd paid their bribes and they were okay with the state, right? Because that's what these are. That's what regulations are, essentially, is you're bribing the state government people to leave you alone. So if the taxi cab guy that we started the show talking about, this nice old man giving people rides for free, if he'd started out by giving the city a bribe, if he'd gone in and said, okay, well, I want to do a taxi cab. What forms do I need to fill out? What fees do I have to pay? Okay, here you go. Cut a check, cut a check, cut a check. Fill out that form. Fill out this form. Here you go. I'm obedient. I will be a servant to you. I'll do what you want. I'll collect your money. I obey. If he'd gone in and done that, he'd have probably been okay because he'd be paying his fee. He'd be paying his protection fee to the mob that we call government. But he didn't, so they went after him. But even if he'd gone in and paid the fee... And then he decided, well, I don't like these fees, and I don't like what's going on here in this government, and I'm going to run for office to change it, because that's what they told me to do in school. They told me, if you don't like it, you can change it. Just run for office. So then he goes and he runs for office. And then all of a sudden the regulatory agency agency shows up and they want to inspect his cab and they want to find all kinds of problems with what he'd been doing, what he'd been doing successfully, happens legally. All the time. It happens all the time. And so then all of a sudden just to run for office, he's brought all this attention on his business and now he's got to pay extra fines and get extra, you know, other things fixed he'd never had to fix before and it's become an entire ordeal let alone some of the other nasty things that can happen during a political campaign. Uh, My girlfriend ran for city council here in Keene, New Hampshire, back in 2007, and she has said she never wants to do it again. It was one of the most traumatic experiences of her life.
2: Targeted by the bureaucracy for some nonsense. People calling her at work,
0: harassing her at work, uh, just... Awful. Using term- terminology like bribery, I mean, it's threatened. She was threatened with uh, with uh, with jail time. She was threatened with up to seven years, three to seven years in prison, because she offered to give her paychecks away to the to her uh, to the vo- voters.
2: Well, yeah, the people that they took the money from in
0: the first place right. offered to give the money back, and they threatened her with jail over it. Uh,
2: they're calling that bribery? My that's God, right. that's
0: just returning stolen property. Use the system. Use the system. It's designed to allow you to. It's designed
2: to keep the powerful and the rich in charge of the rest of us. That's
0: what it's designed for. We need more people to get active and do something, and that's why I think the Free State Project is a major uh, answer to all these problems. freestateproject.org to learn more about them. freetalklive.com to hear more of us in the meantime between now and Monday night. See you.